Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. You <laughs> bust out my ukulele. Woo! That's what we need is a ukulele, a Moana-themed cover from the Nerd of Godcast theme song. Get me the right. chords and I can do it. We, okay, so we need a whole variety, a whole smorgasbord of different instrumentation. I got my guitar and my trumpet. We do like, like a, a heavy metal one. I, was, I, was, I just was thinking straight to like the accordion, you know? Like I want to hear like a polka version of it. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be cool. Let us know how you want to hear the Nerd of Godcast theme song played. Until then, this is the Nerd of Godcast. This is that place where we come together and we talk about all the things that you geek out about, all those things that make you squeal and uh, make you spend all your hard-earned money on fun and games and fantasy and all those great things. But we do it with a Christian worldview because Christ is king of all the things, from Zelda to the Lord of the Rings. And that's what we got tonight. So my name is Tony T. For the next little bit, I'm going to be your happy host. With me, as always, is Steve O. Supremo. Hello. Hey, was, were you yawning there at mid-introduction? I was. I was. Is it, did I catch you in the middle hour. of nappy time? Maybe. Now I'm yawning yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> you've said yawn, and now I have to yawn. I think you fake yawned, and now you've actually made Jessica uh, real yawn. And now Jackie's yawning. This I'm is a bad <laughs> start. <laughs> contagion. Contagion. I'm oh, no. wearing my nap oh, no. time shirt. No, let's just take a moment. Let's just take a moment and breathe. All right, we're awake. Steven, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Tony. How are you doing? Good. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Not much. This is not a... This a, is my NPR. Thank you. Hello. All right, I'm not talking to you anymore. Uh, Neff, what's up, buddy? The big man himself, Quentin Gregory hey, how Neff. You Hi, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I really love the energy that you bring to the show. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a refreshing change. Because I'm hiding the crippling depression. <laughs> <laughs> just push it down. Push it down where no one else can in, see it. So keep, just, keep, your keep your mind vice. Layers of pizza and food. Oh, anybody wait, else wait, feel wait. like we just tapped into something man. very real here? Uh, how are you doing today, man? Uh, Freudian slip uh, from Quentin. Uh, what? A Freud, the, what he just said. That's not Freudian. What, what, Do you know what a Freudian slip is? I'm, I didn't know. I don't don't you dare say I'm tired. I didn't, take, I didn't take psychology. No. So I don't know what a Freudian slip is. It's not what a Freudian slip is. It's uh, when Freud's undergarments are showing. Okay. <laughs> your slip is showing. <laughs> I see your slip. Uh, that was something that I learned of from watching Looney Tunes cartoons. It was like, yeah, your slip is showing. I'm like, I didn't know what that was. I didn't understand. I always thought but, that was like incredibly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, Yosemite Sam was greatly bothered that, that Bugs Bunny could see his slip. So um, I think we were offended. We might be offending somebody right now. Why? Because I've always heard that. Why is like, Yosemite Sam wearing a dress? Crude, your like I've slip heard it, is showing? I've heard it bleeped on Comedy Central. Your slip a is slip? Yes. Ron White has said that on one of his specials, and they bleeped it for the TV version. I don't. Maybe he didn't say slip. No, because I've heard both. Um, we should be bleeping this right now? I, I, Every I time we say slip? I'll no, tell no. you later what I think he was saying. No, no, no. Did I'm you bring your what permission? Said, but they bleeped it. I've heard both. Are, we, are you taking us down a path that we need not go down? I hope not. I think a slip it's is Ron just White, like a little. Uh, it's like under underwear for a woman, but I'm it's like just a dress. Telling you the only time I've heard it used that way was it was. But, it was, but you didn't. You don't even know what a Freudian slip is. So I how do I know, know that you really know what you're talking about? I don't know. One yeah. time I was late for class and I got a tardy beep. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I used to like going out in the yard in the summertime and playing on the bleep and slide. <laughs> <laughs> I once wore my socks on some tile one time. I just beeped. All over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because you're hiding all your angst and emotion underneath layers of pizza. Pizza and food. <laughs> the lovely twins. Hello. How are you guys doing? 
busy with work. Rescue us from the insanity that is Stephen and Neff's Hi. circus cavalcade of craziness. Hello. It's too, it's too much to ask <laughs> for anybody. Uh, and uh, we have uh, over in the producer's booth the man, the myth, the legend, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Ow. I'm just preparing for the inevitability of it being super loud. Nailed it. Awkward silence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super loud, especially. Yeah, we're all looking at him awkwardly Steven right now. You know, I'm looking forward to, um, we're, we are on episode, what, 34 now? Yes. Uh, so the like rest that. this season's got about five five or so more episodes here before we wrap up this season. And uh, as we are wont to do at the end of a season, we do sometimes shake up the cast. So just know you can consider the next five episodes to be sort of an audition for you guys. <laughs> uh, because... Anybody can be replaced. Speaking of replacements, uh, we have a featured player tonight with us. <laughs> the official Ness himself, EJ Nieves. What's going on, What everybody? is going on, my What's friend? Up? I'm good. Hey, How are y'all doing? Man, we are splendid. I'm splendid. <laughs> I'm great. Steven doesn't know anything about psychology. Neff is repressing his emotions. Yeah. Jessica is stressed by work. Jackie has got her mind on band. And uh, Nick is potentially very loud. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're all up. I heard of the God voice. I heard of the God voice. It was, he has the voice of God, Mike. Voice of God. Yeah. So here we all are. Uh, we're going to be talking about some fun stuff tonight. Uh, we are um, we are out there on social media. That's one of the best ways that you can get connected with us. Uh, if you don't follow us already on all of your various platforms, what are you waiting for? Get up on it because there's good things out there. Uh, more fun to be had. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, pretty much anywhere at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. You know what time it is? It's time to start thinking about the season. We went Black Friday shopping, got through Thanksgiving. We did all that. Have we talked about that? No. I don't think so. No. No, we have not. No, we have not. We've not talked about Black Friday shopping. No. We uh, we went out, and there were deals made. Yes, there were. All right. I just noticed this, and, and nobody. this is an audio podcast, and so nobody listening is going to care. But on this column right here, underneath the uh, the two bolts that are right there, right there, Yep. Is it a dinosaur? It's a dinosaur. It is a dinosaur. It's a it's a brontosaurus. Who? Yep. Just so you guys, if you haven't seen it, there it is. <laughs> we have our own know. Sheldon. Well, somebody should take <laughs> a picture of it and put it on Facebook. We're, we are going to put that on our Instagram, Twitter, oh, and Facebook at go. Nerd of Godcast, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see. And uh, and if you want to name the dinosaur, uh, you can name it. him. I, I heard Sheldon, but I Littlefoot. Mm, that copyright. Was, yeah. Copyright and copyright. taken. Um, Sheldon you. is from Tumblr. Sheldon's a tiny dinosaur. No, of course. Of course. I go on Tumblr because I'm young and hip and with it. I love Tumblr. He thinks he's a turtle. He thinks he's a turtle. No, he's a tiny dinosaur who thinks he's a turtle. Isn't Sheldon a shell? That's amazing. He's got, no, he's got like a little shell, like a little acorn shell. Yeah, that's you showed me Sheldon like years ago, right? Who's the, what's the dinosaur from time? What's his name? Abe. Abe. He's a T-Rex. Yeah, there's no dinosaur. Jurassic Park was on the TV before I left. All the dinosaurs. What's the dinosaur from Axe Cop? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, tonight uh, we're, we're getting in. We just passed Thanksgiving. We got through Black Friday shopping. We're mm-hmm. all uh, kind of turkey hungover. Some of us actually uh, hung out together on Black Friday or at least yeah. ran into each other yes. at the mall, as, yeah. as we are sometimes want to do. Uh, but now 
tis the season. It's the holiday season. We are staring down Christmas. That's right. It's the birth of Jesus. Who's excited? Yeah. Yes. Best gift ever. The best gift ever. Always the right size. No need to return him. And uh, he looks good on everybody. <laughs> nice. Christmas is great, man. I mm-hmm. love Christmas time. What's um? So we're going to do our one question interview right now. We're going to lead right into the season because I think one of the first things that happens, I realize this right the day after Thanksgiving, uh, we have a couple radio stations here in town that as soon as you turn it on, yep. it's Christmas music. It's yep. it's like that's official. Yes. That's the the seal has been broken. Uh, so we're going to ask you for tonight's one question interview. What is the worst Christmas song? <gasps> Ever the one that when you hear it, you just want to wish Jesus wasn't born because that song just ruins the whole thing for everybody. Just like no song that bad. No, there is. I think Jessica and I are gonna have the same. I want to drop kick the first nativity scene I see. I know which one mine is. Worst Christmas song ever. Uh, We'll start to my left. Neff. Simply having a wonderful Christmas. Yes. What? Yes. I love that song. Do you not like Paul McCartney? (laughs) Wonderful Christmas time. (laughs) Simply singing from the toilet. Uh, all right. Okay. That's I. I, I agree Hate with my you. My life. I dis- <laughs> I disagree with you, sir. I think. Do you need a hug now? <laughs> I need a hug. Okay. It's a Floridian slip. Okay, a Floridian. Floridian slip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Florida. <laughs> Somebody Google if I need to be bleeping the word slip. <laughs> yes, please. Because I, I well, this, this, uh, this is the ex explicit episode. <laughs> we'll have a little e next. I don't it. think it is. I just said it might have just been a weird. That's time. gonna be funny. We're, I'm actually gonna put this online and mark it as explicit. Oh, you can mark it as explicit? <laughs> <laughs> yep. For the E. It'll be our highest rated episode ever. <laughs> so that gives us a sponsor. <laughs> sponsor Jacqueline. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, what? it's cold. Whoa, the weird cold. date rapey song. I don't song. think yes! it's the worst, but it is a creepy song. I that to my mom. My sister and I were putting up our Christmas tree, hey. and I stuck it on Pandora, and that was the first song on, and I was like, nope, skipping it. Christmas song I don't know if it is rape. about that, but it definitely sounds like it's about <laughs> it. I know it's Roger Ray's favorite song. It was a different time. Say, what's in this drink? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> Baby, don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> there's, certain, uh, there's certain versions of that song that sound particularly creepy. On the yes. Elf soundtrack, they have a version that Zoe Deschanel sings, but she sings it with this, like, and it's like, whoa, is she singing this song with like a homeless man under the bridge? Like, I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> Jessica. Anything by Justin Bieber. Does Justin Bieber have a Christmas album? I'm sure he does. Probably. I know that I've heard worst. some song that he baby, performed. But baby, I, baby, I, but I hear. Oh. Baby, baby <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. Baby like, Jesus. I hear there's his voice again. Justin song, Bieber that goes hard. And I want to dropkick a sheep. You want to <laughs> dropkick a sheep? Man, I'm <laughs> The first time she heard Jeez. that, she was in the middle of a field. <laughs> the shepherd was angry. I was thinking nativity. It's on the sheep. Steven. Dominic the donkey. What? Dominic the Donkey. It's one of my favorites. No, that's great a great song. song. I, hate I haven't that song heard that one so much. That's a great song. Ironically, I love I Want a Hippopotamus, no, hippopotamus for, Christmas. for Christmas. They're basically the Dominic same exact the song, donkey. but I love the Hippopotamus one. The original one by Gail Peavy. Hippopotamus for Christmas. Dominic the Donkey. For a while, though, it was Little Drummer Boy. I didn't like Little Drummer Boy for a little bit. What is wrong with you? No, I like it now. I was mad because I'm like, that's not, that didn't happen. No, I wasn't even referring to that. I was just really asking, Uh, what is wrong with you? Where did things go bad for you? Uh, I'm six years old. Nick, Christmas song that you hate. (laughs) I have no idea. You just love all Christmas songs or do you hate them all equally? Well, I just don't listen to the ones that I don't like. Which (laughs) one do you skip? At the moment, it might sound bad, but uh, 
Breath of Heaven or something like oh. that. It's super what? slow. And uh, it, it sounds bad, but it's just one that I It's saw. okay. This is an opinion-based segment, so you can say whatever you want. I mean, we'll make fun of you if you're wrong, but... <laughs> How does Breath of Heaven go? <laughs> no, I really, <laughs> I really need you... <laughs> This God voice. That would have been a Christmas yeah. present to everybody. Um, what what is the? There's one song. It's not Breath of Heaven. Mary, did you know that one Mary always bothered me? I like that one. That one. Mary. Let me tell you why that bothered me. Because my mom bought me this little Mary, did you know book yeah. when I was like a teenager, and it was like Mary, did you know that your baby boy was gonna be like the, the hero of the world? Learn to walk I've never on heard water. that song. Yeah. They played on TV. Mary, did you know? That's probably why. And then, like, I didn't realize that my mom takes that song very seriously because my mom's name is Mary. Oh. And, like, when I realized that, I was like, my mom thinks that I'm like Jesus. Aww. Some such nonsense. But I, I, Bless your heart. It made me feel bad about my I think that Mary knew. No, I do not. Okay. But did you pull Are it you up already? Yeah. I like that. You, I like your gumption, sir. I like that you just went for it. Uh, EJ, hey, Christmas song that uh, you detest? Not, not really that I detest, but I skip uh, rocking around the Christmas oh, tree. Oh, I, I, I don't really do that one. Yeah, that's such a great song. Yeah. Home Alone. Wait, 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 uh, okay, but yeah, I, not that I detest, but I, I skip it. You know, skip it. I skip it. You know what song? I so don't what? Care. What do you go for then? If you're, if that's not really your your cup of Christmas do, tea, do you really want to? Know? If that's not your, if that's not your your flagon of wassail, then what? <laughs> I, I mean, I might. <laughs> hey, wassail. Say what oh, you guys want. Like, you said flossel. No wassail. Is that a Floridian? Wassail is a Floridian. Wassel's a thing, isn't it? Somebody Google it. Oh, Wassel. Do, do, do I have to bleep somebody? Wassel? Are you, what do you Wassel check off like trying a, to save It's vessel? like a beverage. It's like a, a cider or something. Wassel? Because like good King Wenceslas ran out on the Feast of Stephen. They were wassling or something hey, like that. Wassling? Here we go. A wassling. That's a Dr. Seuss word. It's, it's um, orange juice, apple cider, fruit juices, and a bunch of spices. Yeah, see? Nice. Wassel. That sounds Wassel. nice. That sounds delicious. So it's, like a, it's like an orange cider. Yeah. I, want, I want to buy that. I like that is a Floridian slip. Yeah, like at Universal Studios, yeah. everybody would buy Wassel. Okay, so you know what? I want I want a, a Wassel, a Wassel, 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 Wassel. I want to watch a Wassel. You turn into Sean Connery. I want some Wassel. I once watched a Wassel. I want to wash it with a weasel. I watch bottle. I can't think of the song that I hate. Which one did you say? Simply have. There's another one. So this is Christmas. What is with you guys? I hate that song. Wait, what song? <laughs> From John. Was it John Lennon? Merry, Merry Christmas. Is that John Lennon? Yeah. 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 What about Santa Baby? That's just weird because that's like Santa Baby. I don't like. I, I just that, that one just creeps me out because I don't want to think of somebody seducing Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa what? Baby. She said okay. Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Oh, what is with all of you people? Why do you hate all these songs? Okay, it was bad. I just said it creeps me out. But I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> oh. It took me forever to realize. <laughs> and who sung that? Oh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Listen, there's one version of Santa Maybe that plays at my store, and it's really creepy. I'm like, why are you playing this? Because like the, just the way that like she's singing it, I'm it's like, like, whoa, you need whoa, to whoa! Stop. Someone put this woman you. in a cold shower. Like, she, yeah, she needs not a bro. This is a family holiday. I was like, what Christmas? Song, it's not no. bad. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, we need to have a sing-off right now. I'm See, loving this. Without you. <laughs> I, that, that one holds a special place in my heart because that was my grandma's favorite Christmas song because nice. she was obsessed with Elvis. Uh, uh, you know, um, just uh, like like there's certain people that will come out with songs that you just associated with that person. And uh, like, let's let's talk about like, like celebrity Christmas albums that you go, okay, this is a great like this oh. person owns oh, Christmas because cool. they have a great Christmas. album. Josh Groban. I, I see. I'm with you, Jackie. I'm Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, no. She, Mariah Carey owns Christmas. Yeah, when she Mar- does. When Mariah yeah, Carey sings "Oh Holy true. Night," you just put it down. Girl. Girl. Someone, true. someone, hold my wassail. I just need to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lift my hands and worship for a second. A, 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 a celebrity, a, a musician that owns Christmas. You, you said Josh, Josh Groban. Groban. Josh Groban no. has like that haunting Christmas album. Mm, I know, but it's so good. I grew up uh, listening and loving the Harry Connick Jr. Christmas album. Uh, so I would have said Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Oh no, no, what's his name? The- Irving Berlin. No, Frank the other Sinatra. Guy. No, no, he did a he did a thing with Lady Gaga. What's his name? Elton oh, John. No, no. Um, he did no. An album with <laughs> Frank Bennett. No, not no. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Beyonce. What Tony Bennett Christmas songs? Are I don't know. Doesn't he do a lot? You don't know. You're just saying a name, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. I really like that Billy Joel <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> Florida slip. Oh, I don't know. I heard this. There's probably one. There's probably everyone's one. done. We're gonna need to make stuff. stickers after this show. Florida slip. That's right. Floridian <laughs> slip. Floridian. Floridian slip. I can't forget to use your blinker. Which is funny because like I've never thought about this as being a Floridian show until last week when we we talked with the Christian nerd Scott Higa and he was kind of coming from his California world. It's like, oh wow, we uh, we're distinctly Floridian. Is everybody here from Florida? Jessica's nope. from up north a little bit. I've been here for a Nick, long you're time. From, you're a panhandle kid. Where were you, you born, where were you born EJ? Technically. EJ, where were you born? I was born in North Carolina, but I, I mean, okay. I pretty much, I was a military battle, but I was he, in Florida for a long time. Did you hear him say, when he said North Carolina, he said North Carolina. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, that accent came <laughs> out. Man. born in North Carolina. <laughs> no, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's our one question interview tonight. We want to know what you think is the absolute worst Christmas album, uh, Christmas song, something that just makes you uh, grate your teeth. Uh, what gives you your Floridian slip? Let us know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you mention uh, the Jackson 5 album? Oh, man. Is there a Jackson 5 Chris- the Christmas oh, album? Yeah, 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 yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. I was driving down the road the other day trying to get the Christmas mood. I put that's on the. Song. I think I'm, I'm going to say this, and I need you to stay seated, Stephen. In fact, I need you to not even talk. I know what you're going to say. I listened to the Mark Broussard Christmas album. Oh. Hold on. If I may, it's not a great album. I like it. It's oh, I album. like it. It's not a great he album. He told you not to talk. I was going to tell you. Does Michael Bublé have an album? Because he probably kills it, too. It's, it's, yeah, I believe he does. But it's not a great well, album. Well, there's that whole meme about Christmas time. If you, like, Christmas if you put it on the scale of other Mark Broussard albums... <laughs> It's not great. But it's it's just not piano great. and him singing. I know. What more it's, could you want for a Christmas album? It sounds like if I said, hey, Stephen, <laughs> I want to do a Christmas album right now. Can you give me a piano player? And I'm just going to sing some songs right now. When you listen to his other stuff, as well as they're put together, the great instrumentation, all that, it's like, oh, okay, he really phoned this one in. I'm just telling you, listen to, it, phoned it listen to it. Listen to it. You can actually hear him dial in the first track. I'll be home for Christmas. Is he going to take me home for Christmas? Yeah. Um, good yeah, stuff, man. Good stuff. So uh, let us know. Uh, follow us. Uh, connect with us online and tell us what you saw, what songs you think are terrible, terrible, terrible for Christmas. Uh, you can even tell us what songs you think are wonderful. I don't know that any song is ever going to be better than the Chipmunk song. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I want the food. <laughs> Forgot about that Why one. I haven't heard that one yet. Why would you want a hula hoop? Yes. 
Why would a chipmunk want to hoop are fine. And it's way too big for a chipmunk. I don't think I'm, anybody's I ever too old for I am in my late 20s, now I buy hula hoops. Maybe, hula hoops are maybe he I wants hoops. a hula hoop because it was like the late 1950s so and hula hoops were a fad. I guess so. so I don't know. I was a I chubby kid. I didn't like hula hoops. Hoop I, like hoop hoop. I destroy. And I, my hips don't, my hips lie a lot. Mine don't. What? They tell lots of lies. My hips, some don't lie, but mine... Just dirty round liars. You're the anti Shakira, huh? Yeah. Mine don't lie. I destroy in hula hoop competition. You're, Jen- you're Jennifer Lopez. We're gonna have to have a hula hoop all found. Shakira, yeah. Shakira. I feel like this episode. <laughs> I'm just is- Neffy from the block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. uh, uh, here's some things that are coming up that you can connect with us on. Uh, of course, you can get all the latest information on our nerdofgodcast.com blog. Uh, we still have our seems sketchy videos to come. Uh, we did advertise that that was going to be put out on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, but uh, apparently we are poopy pants liars. Uh, didn't have every, everything together that we needed. We wanted to make sure it was top quality, so uh, that is still to come. And I know that you're at home on the edge of your seats right now saying, I need to see these people drawing pictures <laughs> for my life to be complete. Well, don't take it off of your list of things that you want to see happen before Jesus comes back just yet, because it's coming. Uh, it's 2016. Anything can happen this year. So uh, just stay tuned, and uh, we'll get that out for you. You can see it on our YouTube page, and, of course, we'll post it up on all of our social media. Uh, also, coming up on December 15th, we are going to be at the 3-in-1 Cafe in Ocoee, Florida. We're going to be hosting a Rogue One party, uh, getting everybody excited about the new Star Wars Prequel, sequel, sequel, prequel, sequel to the prequels. Spinoff. Spinoffs. Prequel, prequel, Standalone. It's free to the pre to the prequel. But I don't think it can be a spinoff if it's from a different point in the continuity than you're at right now. It's a Star Wars story. I said it's a standalone. It doesn't follow the main characters, so maybe it is a spinoff? Like an Some attachment? Like characters. A, what are they, Billy? You it's know? got Mas... It's, or not Mas... Star Wars Mas- film. I think they're calling it a spinoff. Well, what's that, um, one, what's that one lady with the red hair who's... Mon Mothma. Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) Yeah, she's my favorite. She's not bad. (laughs) She's just drawn that way. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there, there's there's connections back, um, but we uh, we're going to be hosting a party there. There's going to be lots of trivia. Uh, we we've, we're going to be there with our friend uh, Blake T C Y B uh, Ricard, and uh, lots of fun. And then afterwards, we are going to go see the movie together. I think that we have access if you're at the event, and you want to go with us. Uh, discounted tickets to the mm-hmm. movie, which is actually pretty cool. So we get to see the midnight release. Uh, going to be lots of food, lots of fun, lots of games and prizes. And your Nerdy God Cast crew is going to be there to make sure that we're going to have a great time. And uh, I think that we have the opportunity to do a little bit of a live broadcast from the 3-in-1 Cafe. Oh. Uh, I found out this morning, so I'm super pumped about that. So, again, if you're in the Ocoee area, <laughs> we really want you guys to come out and experience this uh, awesome night with us. You can get discount tickets and be part of the fun, yes. and we would love to have you guys there. So if you're in the Central Florida area, uh, it really is worth a drive. It's located uh, on Highway 50 and 408 uh, at the West Oaks Mall, and uh, we're going to be over to the AMC Theater there. So come on out and have a yabba dabba do time. We are ready for your game, Steve-O. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. So my game comes with a brief story. Oh, boy. Oh, we man. are ready for your game, Neff. <laughs> my game does not come with a brief story. <laughs> no. Steve-O, tell us the story. Okay, no, so Regale us, what sir. I, I, one thing and I've remember, been, brevity is the soul of wit. One thing I've been doing recently is reading the original script for Back to the Future. <clears throat> which Again. is not, which is kind of ungood. I'm glad they rewrote it because it's weird. Mm. Ungood. Yes, I use that on purpose, and it got me thinking. Uh, does anyone here know what the original title for Back to the Future was? Uh, not the original title, but a working title for Back to the Future. Wasn't was. it uh, Spaceman from Pluto or Space something? Spaceman like from Pluto is correct. Time cop. 
Hey. So I started. So it got me thinking. Road wobbler mangrove. About it got me thinking about what other movies had working titles or alternate titles or original titles. Okay, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys the alternate title, mm. and you guys don't try to guess what it is. Some of these are incredibly hard, so this might be my stupid little uh, synonym game. That one was actually good. Because you, like you got like three right. <laughs> Everyone else hated it. It was a good concept. So. Is this the writing down game? Should we be? Uh, you guys can just say it out. You guys can write it down. I think it would be better if you guys said it out. It'll go a lot faster. Okay. Uh, and the name of this game is Name Pending. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> That's the name of the game. It's that pending. Okay. I'll bless it. All right. <laughs> you have my blessing. You've, start, re- you've received the anointing, sir. I'll start off with an easy one Blue Harvest. Star Wars. That's not Star what? It is. Star- yeah. It is. It is Star but upon my, because I always thought it was for A New Hope, but apparently from all the research I did, it was actually the working title for Return of the Jedi. Oh. Huh. I don't know if it was also Revenge the original the title for for A New Hope, but everything I said said it was the like the working title or the one they used it for Return of the Jedi. Until they, I don't know how true that is, but it was like several several sources said that. So, but I love both. They're both in my answers. Okay. Route sixty six. Cars. Cars. Yes. Hey, Cars. that one was easy. All right. I also have the years for the movie, so if you guys need a hand, I can give you the year that the movie came out. Okay. The Lunch Bunch. The Breakfast Club? Yes. Very good. These are not all like nerdy movies. These are just like significant changes in like different movies. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a uh, <laughs> here, here's a weird one. How the Solar Space Was Won. How th- space Jam? Nope. nope. This, How one, this is a tough one. How the Solar Space Was Won. Serenity? Star Wars? Nope. It's, it's a <laughs> tough one. But the, I'll give you the year is 1980 or 1968. Star Trek. No, 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 no. Picture. Um, Planet of the Apes. Nope. Ooh, I was going to ask that. No. Nobody? 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh. Oh. Alright, this one could be kind of easy. Could be kind of could be kind of tough. Uh, the Tribal Rights of the New Saturday Night. Saturday Night Fever? Fever? Yep. Saturday Night Fever, very good. All right. Did you know that Saturday Night Fever had a sequel called Staying Alive? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where That's, John Travolta's character uh, ended up becoming a Broadway dancer, and uh, it's his adventures as a struggling Broadway dancer, which was directed by Sylvester Stallone. Really? Yeah. What? So put put a pin in the idea of movies that did not need sequels getting terrible sequels. We'll talk about that later <laughs> on. Also Steven, continue. Okay. Everybody come to Rick's. Everybody come to Rick's? Rick's. Rick's? Casablanca? Rick's. Yes, Casablanca. Rick's. Sorry, I said that weird. All right. I wasn't sure if you were like, Rex. Everybody come to Rex. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. <laughs> Pacific Air Flight 121. Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Hey, I haven't even seen that movie. <laughs> uh, okay. Star Beast. Oh, I think I know this. Alien. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Ooh. All right. This oh. one's kind of tricky because this one could be for multiple movies. Night Skies. E.T. Yes. I'll say unless you know what it is. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So the next one is Watch the Skies. Oh. Oh. It's not that one. Oh. Is that oh? Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I th- Watch I th- the Skies. Is it yes. a sci-fi kind of movie? Yes. Give us the year. Close Encounters hey. of the Third Kind. Hey. Hey. All right. Uh, this one... The body. I know it, so I'll withhold. If you know anything about the firm, no, no. If you know anything about this movie, then you you should get it. It's based on a novella called The Body. Yes. 
I was gonna say Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No. Is it's, it the oh, oh, oh I can't remember the name. Uh you're 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 so <laughs> off key that you're not even giving a hint. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing the, the vocal pee pee dance. It's stand by me. Yes, it's stand by me. Because they go to find oh, a body. Oh, the body. Yeah. yeah. All right. I didn't write down the answer. Oh, yeah, I know what this one is. Okay, I forgot to write down the answer, but I know what it is. When I grow up. When I grow up. I don't want to grow up. I want to play Toys R Us, kid. Oh, I was going to say There's that. so many Toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. From bikes and trains to video games, it's the biggest toy store there is. I don't want to grow up, because maybe if I did, I couldn't be a Toys R Us kid. More games, more toys. Oh, boy, I want to be a Toys R Us kid. What was, the, what was the question again? When, when I grow, grow up. up. Peter Pan did not want to. Big. Oh. Yes. Hey. All right. I got, uh, I got three more. Uh, this I like one, this game. Yeah, this, is this, one, this one is in, This one is interesting because it's also the title of a movie. Scary movie. Scream? Yes. Oh, Scream is a really tall scary movie. That's why they call me Jessica Terror. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, fear and trembling. Fear and Ow, trembling. I feel like I know this one. Uh, Friday Nights. Fear and Trembling in Las Vegas? Nope. Fear and Loathing. Oh, yeah. Friday the 13th? This, this, is a, this is an older movie. I believe it came out in the 50s or early 60s. Oh, I don't know. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Psycho? Yeah, the air stood still. No, I don't Vertigo? think you guys are going to get it. Plan uh, 9 from Outer Space. So far, Jessica's the closest. What did you say, Jessica? I said Psycho and I said Vertigo. Oh, Vertigo, yeah. It's Vertigo. Vertigo. I didn't hear Vertigo. I heard Psycho. Uh, I All right, this is the last one. It's also the hardest one, unless you know about this movie. Uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? I know it. Oh, oh, oh! Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No, nope. no, no. Um, oh, I feel I should know this one. It sounds so familiar. That's the worst part. Do androids dream of electric? Was sheep? this the working title, or was this the book it was based on? Both. It's a book. It's a book that was also the working title. Gotcha. And then became, and then they changed it. AI. Nope. You're you're thinking uh, very. Cl- you're um, along the right lines there. Well, it does have right the word now. android in the title. <laughs> but they're not called androids. The Bicentennial Man. No. no that, that was the option. iRobot. No. That's Asimov. Blade Runner? Yes, it's Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good job, Jackie. Jackie. Thanks, Cal. All right, and that has been Name Pending. That was fun. Yeah. Like, I knew I should know that one. I almost answered it wrong, but Blade Runner was, I was thinking of Total Recall, but that was We Supplied uh, the Memories Wholesale. But I think yeah. that was written by the same, the Pro- same guy probably. that did Androids. Oh, that's a great story. Uh, Philip K. Dick. So, very cool. Great job, yeah. Stephen. And now it's time for a game. Neff, yours better be better than Steven's. <laughs> Wait, is one getting cut? Is that what's happening? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Tryouts. <laughs> Tryouts. There's only luck. one position open. Wow. Tryouts. Tryouts. <laughs> All right, hey, everybody. Uh, this game is called Askew Reviews from Doo Doo Movie Gurus. Okay, point, <laughs> point to Neff for the title. Name pending and name, <laughs> and name rhyming. I'll give you an example. Dang so, it. No one's going to hear my game now. <laughs> <laughs> so it, what it is, basically, I came up with really crappy Amazon movie reviews. <laughs> Oh, you yes. guys have to guess. It doesn't say the title. Yes. It doesn't oh, wait, say wait. the title. Um, wait, are these actual movie reviews or no, ones that made, you just made up? I made wait, up, okay. but ba- they're kind of Please based. tell me the title one more time. Askew Reviews from Doo-Doo Movie Gurus. Name <laughs> <laughs> uh, pending. Oh, I wish that wasn't more than 140 characters so I could hashtag something with it. <laughs> All right. So I'll give you an example. Like uh, this, is, this is an example. Uh, main hero was too, was too whiny. Female character's hair is another unobtainable standard for women. Main master dies a third of the way in. Harrison Ford has resting old man face. And the villain has asthma. 
3.5 stars. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Very answer. good. Very good. All right. Question one. <laughs> Don't throw, throw the paper away. I'm just lightly. Gingerly <laughs> placing the paper with right. great force. Just Kobe it. Kobe. The force. Kobe. Kobe. All right. Kobe. Disappointed. I did not get a film about my favorite morning meal, but instead got a film about a bunch of high schoolers hanging in detention. They didn't even eat Reese's Puffs. The lunch bunch. One star. One star. When I say the star count, that's one. How many? uh, We're gonna have crossover. Yeah, don't answer. Don't answer until he says the star count. Good job, Neff. All right. Number two. I just wanted to see Count Dooku fight Magneto. Ended up getting a D and D ripoff. And they kept talking about Froyo in a ring. <laughs> Not bad, but made me hungry for Froyo. Four stars. Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. No. No. Two oh, towers. oh. Two towers. Uh, <laughs> My favorite one. That could be used for all of them. Froyo. <laughs> Two Towers is my favorite one. Out of it's my favorite, too. It's the, it's my favorite. It's the base. Battle of Helm's Deep. That's the only one without the... I just don't like Ents. Oh. My, on my picnic table. <laughs> <laughs> if you have an ent on your picnic table, you got a really big picnic table. Take a look at I, the ents. I think you the ent. Bones. I think the ent is a. I started off with table. two things on my table. Now I have tree. Uh, <laughs> I am Groot. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you better leave that one alone. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, we branched off of this Nick game. Let, Nick, let <laughs> get the puns. heck out of here. <laughs> Number three, Michael Keaton looks a lot different in this movie. Don't remember his neck being able to move in the suit. I don't get the raspy voice, but it was cool to see Morgan Freeman not narrating penguins. And I was looking for that Heath Ledger guy the entire time, but I don't think he was in the movie. No one looked anything like him. Four point five stars. Birdman. Birdman. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were really like, overthinking yeah, that one. Well, no, because well, no, it was. I, yeah. I uh, thought I thought you were. Okay. I got you now. Thank you. <laughs> I got you, fam. Michael Keaton threw me off. Yeah, yeah, that's the Michael Keaton. If you want to see Batman and you're just like, he doesn't look like Michael Keaton. No, I, I get that, but I was like, okay, maybe I thought they're doo doo movie gurus, <laughs> which means they don't do do goo. Hashtag doo doo guru. There it is, doo doo guru. That Wait, sounds like a completely that. different. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's just it. the Michael Myers movie. That one is gonna come back. <laughs> oh, number four. I was waiting for Batman to show up the whole time. How can you have a superhero team-up movie without Batman? But of course we get the dude from Hurt Locker with the bow and arrow. One star. The Avengers? Avengers. Avengers. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. I'm ashamed of myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number five. First half of this movie made me realize my marriage is falling apart. My kids are too much to handle. My best years are behind me. And the second half made me realize all I need are superpowers to fix all my family problems. I thought Pixar movies were supposed to bring joy. Love the soundtrack. Two stars. Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah, okay. I was like, this is Incredibles, right? A very sad movie hoover. (laughs) It's a a flirty incident. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. There's a lot going on in this movie. Everyone is talking like they have a backstory. I mean, I like their ship. I heard this was created by the Avengers guy, so I gave it a shot. But it feels like it's missing something, like a season of a TV show or something. Three stars. Serenity. 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 I'm... Number seven. Too soon, man. I went to see Airbending. Just got dancing with wolves with giant Smurfs. One star. Avatar. Avatar. Number eight. Man, these Bill and Ted movies got weird. Interesting choice to replace Bill with Lawrence Fishburne. But I like the Jurassic (laughs) New Dynamic. 
Maybe too much leather and guns for a family movie. But overall, my five-year-old loved it. Five stars. The Matrix. Whoa. The Matrix. Be excellent to each other. Morpheus! <laughs> You're the one, Bill. <laughs> You're the one, Ted. Oh, uh, I'm losing it. I'm losing Wild it. Stallions, take the blue pill. <laughs> and last question, number nine. Mm. Batman and Wolverine doing magic? At least Batman had his butler. This wasn't the crossover event I was expecting. And then Black Widow showed up and things got really weird. <laughs> Three stars. The prestige. There you the go. Why did everyone look at me? Because, <laughs> because we, you love that movie that from you, you would be so sad. much. Yeah. And this has been... <laughs> Another good game. Uh, uh, ski reviews from uh, Doo 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 Movie Gurus. Gurus. Yeah. Name pending. Name pending. Both don't need to patent those games. Name Very rhyming. good. Great job. Name rhyming. It was yeah. funny because we were listening. Uh, we got a, a little bit of a shout out from another podcast uh, that that they were talking about their favorite shows, and they mentioned our show, <laughs> which is an honor just to be nominated. And in their reference to uh, the the show. Um, they were talking, but they mentioned specifically your sweet Caroline game. That was so fun. So it's like uh, of all the things that we've done over the past uh, th- what, 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 thirty hours, forty, sixty hours of programming. I'm come, I'm, I'm, I got a little. I got another musical game up and coming up in the works. Yeah, I'm working on, but this one's gonna it's be gonna, the hip hop. Need a ukulele for it? Hopefully, you don't hit that sophomore could you, slump. Did you do the ukulele for <laughs> it? Could. We're, We're gonna do s- a harmony with the ukulele and guitar. I'm calling a quick audible here. We're gonna switch some things around before we go to our break. Uh, we want to talk about uh, tonight's best thing ever. Um, usually we get really excited for best thing ever, and we say, "Hey, we we, we have we have reached. This is our final, uh, our last round before the finals. This is uh, the the penultimate uh, best thing ever of season two. And um, last week we had a really, really intense oh, heated was, competition. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be as neck and neck as it was. It was Batman versus Batman Beyond, and I thought for sure. It was going to be totally one-sided, and I could not have been more wrong. In fact, right until the very end, it was it was 50-50, mm-hmm. or it was just one one vote ahead on either side. Uh, really, really nerve-wracking. Uh, but at the last minute, I think really on the, the last day, it pulled ahead, and uh, the winner of our last round of Best Thing Ever is Bruce Wayne, the Batman. Uh, and he will be facing the winner of tonight. I can't even. Okay, tonight it's going to be Iron Man versus Daredevil. Let's go Daredevil. Aww. I'm going for Daredevil. I think I, I did a little research on this, and I think that they did have recently, uh, within the past few years, Iron Man fight Daredevil, mm. and it seemed like they kind of just did it as a joke. Like, they did it to put Iron Man over as he was kind of a, playing a little bit more of a villainous character. Uh, he was kind of controlling his Iron Man technology and, and using it to make all these things and sort of ostracizing responsibility from the superhero community. So to villainize Iron Man, they basically just had him beat the crap out of Daredevil. Like, it was so one-sided and so they not even funny. They, they they I mean, he they wanted... Heel. They want Yeah, he was, it was a heel turn. <laughs> it, was, it was a heel turn. It was basically um, Hulk Hogan just throwing around Lash LaRue or something, you know, along those lines. So it was, it was just not a... Uh, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. So was uh, deep wrestling cut. Right it was. There. It really was. <laughs> What's up? WCW 1997, right there. Want to make a Sean Stasiak reference? That's next? right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, and then suddenly, uh, uh, I don't know. I was gonna go with the the uh, Marty Janetti comment or something <laughs> like that. Just throw him through a window. Go way back. Um, so 
I mean, we, you can vote if you want to, but it's going to be Iron Man. <laughs> I'm pulling for Daredevil. I mean, I like Daredevil. I like Daredevil more than I like Iron Man. However, it would be cool for the finals to be two billionaire playboy mm-hmm. philanthropist geniuses. I'm just saying. But Daredevil I, Batman would be cool, though. Daredevil Batman. It'd be dark. Like, I could see it. I, Who can brew Now, that would be a great <laughs> fight. Yeah, it'd be dark. The Daredevil Batman, Batman would be a great fight. Which yeah. Ben Affleck wins. Well, no one, like, if Batman. <laughs> hey. Oh. Hey. Vote Daredevil. Vote, vote Daredevil. Do it. somehow get Ben Affleck Do to it. vote. Oh, oh my so goodness. Um, okay. Do it. Uh, oh, my which goodness. Which alter ego? Do Batman it. versus Daredevil would be so legendary. It would. Who would. What would you rather see, Batman versus Daredevil or Batman versus Iron Man? Well, now it will get two Ben Afflecks against each other. Then I. But, but wait, but, but, but wait, really, really think about this because we might, you might just have to kind of. Because they're both basically ninjas. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Batman versus Daredevil. Yes. Would, imagine the fist fight. The fist fight would, would be incredible. I think strategy. that Batman. I think Daredevil might be a better ninja than Batman. Yes, that's, that's what I was thinking. He's definitely more of a ninja than Batman. He's trained oh. to be a ninja. But Bat- it would be an incredible. But Daredevil. Batman would be like throwing like weird like sonar stuff because they both use sonar. The fight would be awesome. I think Batman. I think I would say Batman beats Daredevil, but I'd say that would, be a, that would be a heck of a fight. He would outsmart him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he could physically beat him in a fight, but Batman would find a way to win. If we were going to have Damn. Batman and Daredevil fight, it'd have to be in the dark, so that way it's at least even where Batman has to use his sword. If they're in, yeah, so Daredevil Daredevil immediately eliminates... The, yeah, man. Oh, man. I, kinda, I really want Daredevil versus yeah. Batman. Okay, so then flip Okay, it. so let's just eliminate Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. But Batman versus Iron Man. Iron Man comes in wearing a tank, so what does Batman do with that? He comes in with a tank. With, with his yeah, what, tank. what is his? He has one, too. He comes in with, he comes a, in with a tumbler. He's like, what's up? Well, no, no, he has a suit, right? He yeah. Has a, yeah. He comes in with that Superman. Dark Knight Returns I was yeah. like, lost it was tank. like this, this Joker... Fought Superman, so like and his oh Joker fought the Joker. But see, I, Joker. but Iron Man doesn't necessarily have the flagrant uh, Achilles heel that Superman has. No, I mean Batman had Kryptonite, and that was pretty much the equalizer. Yeah, but Batman mm. also has years of martial. He he's trained in over like a hundred martial arts. Yeah, yeah so this fight, I mean, figure out who can who can hack the other. Okay, one. well here's the wait thing. a second, Captain America. Fought Iron Man and almost beat him. I mean, got him to the. I mean, Captain America fought Iron Man. Yes, and if Captain America beat, can beat Iron Man. I, B- Batman could absolutely beat Iron Man. I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, if you have it to where these it boils down to brains, and let's have theoretically, you have him play chess against both, each other. Yeah, no, no, no. Both <laughs> of them each hack other. each other's suits and basically dismantle the suits, and it's just man versus. Oh, if man. it's Batman versus Tony Stark, Batman yes. kills. Yeah, Tony no, Stark. Batman is done. Like, Batman is done. Stark I'm just trying gone. to think of what advantage Tony Stark has other than his suit and he can no, fly around. I mean, yeah. But Batman could figure out a way to disable it. But say, so yeah. can Tony. That's why Daredevil Batman geniuses. would be crazy. Let's see Bruce Wayne oh. versus. They Tony would both Stark. be good, interesting, but I think the better fight would be Batman versus Daredevil. Yeah. Tony Stark is just boxed with uh, his his what's the the. John Favreau character, <laughs> man, you know, you know, Bat in the Sun. Right. Happy Hogan versus Alfred that. Pennyworth. Oh, Alfred Pennyworth. Oh, well, <laughs> Alfred because isn't that Alfred? Alfred. Yeah, Gotham Alfred? Don't say Happy yes. Hogan from the movies because Happy Hogan in the comics, he's, that's security, man. He's a big guy. I know, but isn't there isn't Alfred's there a version of Alfred experience. who's like a, a ex like military? Yeah, military. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's ex MI MI five or MI like, six. It, like, it has to be in his eighties, and he can keep up with trends. Technology. I like the idea Mark of old Alfred being able to kick someone. I want to well burn. I want to burn another one of my damage. I failed you. I failed you. I'm sorry. The prestige. Brought him in. Mud all over his trousers. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know who I want to see win. I still think that Iron Man versus Batman would be the better fight. I don't think so. 
All right. Well, you know what? Let's let the Nerd of God squad vote. So, yes. so listen, guys. Not who you want to win. Who, who would make a fight? better who fight? Who do you want to Batman? fight, Batman? Better. That's fight. what you're voting for. So, uh, Tony Stark, the Invincible Iron Man, versus Matthew Murdock. Uh, the Daredevil of Hell's Kitchen, so uh, or the Daredevil of San Francisco, depending on where you're at in the continuity. So uh, mm-hmm. please vote for it. You can uh, check it out on our Twitter page, twitter.com backslash nerdofgodcast. Uh, it'll be up for about a week. So please vote for this week's best thing ever and know that next time we get together, it's going to be the showdown. It'll be the battle. It'll be the rumble in the jungle, the fight to end all fights. Uh, and that is this week's best thing Ever. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the Nerdy Godcast, and uh, now it's time for Neff News. Once again, Neff is the most surprised person about Neff News. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait! Oh, this happens. Oh, okay. Happens I didn't just happen. I'm, I'm glad I was ready. Oh, oh, hello. I didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? My, my turn? Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Hi, Neff. Hey, hi, hi, Neff. Okay, everybody. Watch. <laughs> hey, buddy. You threw up my groove. Uh, okay. Hey, everybody. My name is Nev. Today's news is brought to you by Poor Richard Font. If you're using, if you're using this, you literally can't afford to tutti fruity. <laughs> and when you look at your account, you say, Good Poor golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> because the banker's name is Molly. <laughs> Here's your news in your culture this week. Wop, baba, doo, baba, wop, bamboo. Very nice. Why did you throw in a payday? Like, can't wait to do your next payday. I can't. Because it doesn't. How does that even make sense? What? Is that a song? Oh, never mind. I don't know know why I went like candy. I don't know why I thought you were talking about candy. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Are you hungry? Yes, I'm starving. (laughs) Have a Snickers. Oh! (laughs) What actor was it? Hey, Neff. It's time for the Neff News. (laughs) Here's your news in nerd culture this week. In video game news, another member of the Death Stranding cast was revealed in a trailer this week. Mads Mikkelsen, known for his roles in Casino Royale, the Hannibal TV series, and more recently as the main antagonist in Doctor Strange, Mr. Spangly Eyes, was shown in the newest trailer for the game, along with what appeared to be an appearance by Guillermo del Toro. Lucky for us, he was not naked like Norman Reedus was in the first trailer. That would have made him a true master of horror. (laughs) That's the uh, Kojima game? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Dead fish. Little babies. Blackfish, the game. A beach. Naked (laughs) Daryl. The second trailer is even weirder. Anyway, in TV news, in season two of the CW series Supergirl, the appearance of a classic uh, DC villain is said to occur. Mr. Mixia Spitlick is rumored to be appearing and will be and will be involved with a Supergirl Flash musical crossover. Wait, what? what? I'd much rather have a Jeopardy crossover so I can buy a vowel. <laughs> <laughs> His name is spelled M X Y Z P T L K. Okay. What? Is that is that written on the paper? Yes. Can everyone everyone take a crack at trying to uh, trying to pronounce his name? Go ahead, I know BJ. I'm a what DC do you got? Fan, and I've studied his name. And I know Mix a pickle. 
Mix a pickle. Mix a pickle. Mixy pilk. Mixy milk. Mix the milk. Mix the milk. Put the milk. What? How is it said again? I'll, I'll Mix I do. I, I I never knew. I, I used to call him Mr. Mixelpick because I, I didn't know. <laughs> that sounds better. He's yeah. he's a little a uh, little gnomish sort yeah. of guy, uh, and the the whole deal was for, for Superman to banish him back to the thirty second dimension he had to make or whatever. Say his name backwards. He had to trick him into saying his name backwards, which we're having a hard time trying to say his name. His forward. name forward is Mixius Spitlick. Mix yes Spitlick. Mixius Spitlick. How do you say it backwards? Throat wobbler mangrove. <laughs> Supercalifragilistic. Touchdown. <laughs> uh, that, Get that, out that, of town. That is interesting. I'm so glad we got through that entire segment without <laughs> me once making a Pentecostal speaking in tongues reference. <laughs> Go on, Tony. <laughs> Do we have the gift of interpretation, brother? <laughs> All right. In movie news, rumors are swirling that Army Hammer... Oh, you could sp- pronounce McSpitalik, but you can't pronounce Army <laughs> Hammer? It's not that. It's, he's going to be playing a secret seventh member of the Justice League in the upcoming film. No. I really hope not, because... No. 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 Just, uh... Just no. No. What if he is? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't. Please. No, please no. Stop. No. I will not accept that. Mm. Ever. This, What's going this on? better be false. I will lose faith in the DC extended universe. <laughs> Too late. Uh oh. Wait. Are you talking about gr- Neff? 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 Gr- what if he's Green Hornet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. Hear me out. He's Green Hornet. Oh. Green Hornet is the great great nephew of the Lone, Lone Ranger. Ranger. He played the Lone Ranger. That would be phenomenal. Tato. No, the driver. Kato, Johnny Depp plays Kato because he hasn't totally offended Asian stereotypes yet. So uh, go for it. I'd be uh, okay with that. All right, uh, so. but I'm not okay with what his rumored to be, oh. which is mm. Ray Parker. Ar- Army Hammer is not a bad actor. Yeah, but he's, he's just in bad movies. <laughs> yeah, that's what so. It is. I, so he'd sure. be perfect for the DC extended I heard universe. That, I heard that they were casting oh. wow. Green Lantern was going to be Hayden Christensen. Yeah. You will <laughs> break me. What do you want from me? I'm already standing. I'm just a man <laughs> standing in front of a of a podcast, just a man. asking them to not I'm kill just, me. I'm just a man. And this has been Neff News. Have a today and a blessed tomorrow. You <laughs> This is the source of his depression. My soul. Lone Ranger. Did you guys see the Lone Ranger movie? No. No. I saw it in theaters. It was terrible. (laughs) It was so bad. And I wanted it to be so good because I love the Lone Ranger. And I watch it and I I don't think that the makers of the Lone Ranger movie knew what kind of movie they were making. Because at some points it's so, um, you know, gallivanting and and, uh, swashbuckling and, and great adventure. And a little racist. Well, you know, a lot of racism. A lot of racism. And, and then at some points, it's really gruesome and macabre. And at huh. some points, it's just very boring. Yeah. It, it just it wandered back and forth like it didn't know if you if you need to watch the Lone Ranger movie, if you just need a little bit of a cowboy adventure in your life, watch like the last fifteen minutes. It's fantastic. Once they start playing the then it's great. The whole rest of the movie is terrible. Is terrible. 
Away. But they were really hoping that that was going to be their new Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, it was directed by the same guy, and that's what I'm saying. But it was that was going to be like their new franchise that they were going to make a series of, and they made the first one. It was like so yeah. was uh, so was John Carter, but uh... oh, exactly they 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 keep they throw out these things to hope that they're going to turn into these the, they're movies that are basically created to generate sequels. They're, but they're, they both flopped. Both John both Carter flopped. and Lone Ranger, big time, flopped hard, big time, big especially time. John Carter because John Carter had a huge budget. And then just boop. well, the Lone Ranger I think was supposed to have like a budget of like seventy five million dollars, and it bumped up to like two hundred twenty five million dollars. But the movie Whoa. only made like two hundred fifty million dollars. So they're like, yeah, Still we're not making any more cowboy movies. Yeah. yeah, very much so. But I, I guess since th- this kind of brings us into a little bit of a segue, um, some movies have sequels. And, you know, whether you want to call them spinoffs or whether you want to call them prequels or sequels, uh, the Rogue One is a sequel to a movie that takes place before the movie. So it's kind of a prequel, but it's a spinoff. Uh, last week we got together. We had a little movie night, a big out, outdoor movie night. We watched the movie Finding Dory, which is a sequel. It's one of the few Pixar sequels, one of the few good Pixar sequels, uh, along with the Toy Story movies. And um, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. No. Um, we, we we last night uh, Neff and Stephen both uh, shared with me. They they sent me a message of the uh, the new video game that's coming out. They just released the trailer for a game called The Last of Us mm. Part Two. Part, yep. part Two. Uh, and 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 I was talking with with Keith Stacy from our music episode when we were, we were sharing about it. And uh, and I was like, I don't know that I necessarily want them to make a, a sequel because there's some uh, some games, some stories that come to such a perfect conclusion. I feel like going back to the well. Uh, there's just too much risk and not enough reward uh, to be had. Uh, same thing. I, I felt the same way with the uh, when they did the trailer for Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, oh, is this going to be a prequel? Because I don't know if I want it to be a prequel uh, or that I need it to be a sequel. Uh, the trailer just came out, the full trailer, uh, yesterday, I think, for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes. Oh, yes. It just looked like an extended version of the first trailer. Yeah, so, uh, which, is, which is fine. I'm not even it mad at that. It didn't wow me. Um, and then, of course, Logan. We all talked about some of the, the trailers oh, that we've seen before. There's a lot of sequels uh, that are going to be coming out over the next year. The Cars 3 trailer. Oh, no. The depressing. That looked, yeah, that like, crazy. The, like, McQueen is back. McQueen is dead. McQueen is dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, if, there, I watched the, there's a, somebody made a Logan version of that, and they added in the part. From Cars One, where the king does his crash, today. Like the king crashes, and then he sees the king crash. I have just never like, oh, seen and cars. it's like the parallel what? between. Oh, oh yeah, no, cars I'm already calling it. Gonna, it's you need to watch Cars. Like never a... seen Monsters Inc. The only yeah. thing. Toy movie. Story Three. So, so well, you had Cars, three. which was a decent balanced movie, and then Cars Two, which was just it's a like, flagrant cartoony and then kids movie. Planes doesn't count. Don't mention planes. Spin off. Uh, it's not Pixar. And then planes. Aaron. Aaron fires. Yeah. No. No. Those. Those. That those does, aren't that Pixar. Does, that, they're not even Pixar. It doesn't even count. That's like you know. The, that's like the McDowell's Big Mick sandwich. It doesn't belong on <laughs> the. Uh, if you get it, you get it. Uh, but the the they're, they're when you come back here, I think they're they're reversing it so hardcore, going to like a more. I feel like already emotional watching this yes. trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I went to, from like Mater Tall Tale, look at me, dead gum. I'm over here in, <laughs> in Japan. I'm a secret agent. Uh, Hoot and nanny, get her done. And then you you flip it back. From that, this moment. that was a Floridian slip. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you go a Sanford slip. <laughs> <laughs> Sanford. <laughs> and then you flip it back. <laughs> And you go back over here to this one, which yeah. looks like, oh my goodness, am I watching Up? Am I going to be crying? Am I going to be crying in the first ten minutes of this uh, moment? On, I cried for the entirety of Pixar Toy Story three. three. 
So there's always something you have to consider when you're watching a sequel. Uh, what direction are they going to take it? Are they going to take what worked in the original one and 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 just try to reproduce it and maybe they'll get it right or add something to it? Are they going to kind of find what they didn't really find in the first one and really make it work in the second one? Um, maybe like they did with Terminator. The first mm. Terminator was an oh, okay so movie. Good. The second Terminator was Ooh. just like a whole nother Great experience, movie. whole nother level. Um, or they go back and they try to do one of those things and they, they just totally miss it. And uh, I think they did that with Cars. I think Cars totally missed what was good about Cars 1. They missed in Cars 2. Yeah. Uh, so tonight, why not uh, take this opportunity uh, to talk about sequels and uh, what works and what doesn't work? Um, give me an idea of a sequel that you think, uh, and it could be like a video game sequel, book sequel, movie sequel, um, something that you think that works. Aliens. Aliens, as opposed to Alien. Yeah, I think. Well, it's, I don't think it's better, but because it's a different type of movie. It's a genre jump. Yeah, it's from. It goes from horror thriller to, to action. Action. Yeah. And I think it really pulled it off really well. Unlike the third and probably the fourth one, unless you're a fan of the fourth one, which I kind of am. But if like the third one was just off. You just like Winona Ryder. Uh, no. <laughs> she, she a man. She a wow. man. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Come on. I've wow. seen Stranger Things. Then went on around it. But that's the same thing. James Cameron did Aliens, right? Uh, yes. I think so. Yes. Ridley Scott did Alien. James Cameron yes. did Aliens. Mm-hmm. But yes. James Cameron did Terminator 2 as well. Yes. Yeah. So you have, a, and there's another genre jump. I mean, you have a, well, Terminator's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, and Terminator Two is straight up action movie. Yeah, so I mean, again, credit to James Cameron; he's he's making mm-hmm. it work. Uh, give me another idea of a, of a sequel that works, and we'll try to keep it on the nerdy tip. So before Stephen busts out Godfather Part Two, mm-hmm. I was going to say Godfather Part Two. I know. I'll anyway. say X Two. I'm going to put glitter in your beard. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, X Two better than X One. Yes, they got it right. Why? Uh, better lines, better dialogue, better CG. <laughs> <laughs> better storyline. Well, if we can, if we can go along that line of like sequels, especially from the early two thousands, let's go with Spider Man two. Mm, I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man no. two is better than the first. I one. disagree. Neff, I think that you're in the popular opinion there. I think a yes. lot of people think that Spider Man two is one of the best superhero movies ever. Yeah. To me, I prefer Spider Man one. Yeah. I yeah. I disagree. I went back and I recently rewatched Spider Man two with the assumption from when I first watched it that this was the superior of the three, and I was highly disappointed. What so. disappointed you? Just it just it just seemed a little too over the top. Like it just and something didn't make sense to me. Like that I just like sorry. This I have a lot of nothing's wrong with it, but it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not Spider Man. It's not Spider Man three caliber. Nowhere close. But I just think I don't. I think it's overrated. Come when overrated from people saying it's the best. Better villain and and just villain, not alter ego or whatever. Uh, As a villain. Dr. Octopus or Green Goblin in the movies. I say Green Goblin. Yeah, Green Goblin is more fun, but I think Dr. Octopus is just a Yeah, Dr. Octopus, I, I, I... He's a cooler villain in my opinion, but I, Green I, Goblin I believe is well, here's more. What, here's what I want to know, because Dr. Octopus, uh, Otto Octavius as a genius, when Harry Osborn tells him, go get Peter Parker, he knows where Spider-Man is, why does he throw a car at Peter Parker? That's not... Uh, that makes no sense. Sorry, I have a big problem with that. That makes no sense. I watched that when I read it. I'm like, why is he... He's supposed to go get him well, if he knows and ask Spider-Man, him a question. Then he knows he can... He doesn't. At that point, he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't find out till later. Oh. Sorry. I, I have a... Figured, sorry. Figured a lot of opinions. Of it's a movie about a guy who crawls on the wall, Stephen. I know. Stephen. I know. That bothered... That he bothered. does whatever a spider can. I, I don't know. I think... Suspend that, your disbelief. I know. I, know. <laughs> I think that in Spider-Man... 
even though Peter is a big fan of Otto Octavius and they have somewhat of a relationship, there's a little bit more. Which is the worst part of the movie to me. Which I think that they're chummy. Yes. The Spider-Man universe where everybody knows everybody. I think that they did it right in Spider-Man with there already being a relationship because he's best friends with him. Like, obviously, Peter knew Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn knew Peter. They had Thanksgiving together. There mm-hmm. was a relationship there. And I think that built up, even like later on when, spoilers, uh, Green Goblin dies from his <gasps> own glider, don't tell Harry. Like, tell Harry. in his last moment, Norman Osborn still saw him as Peter. Oh. And I just... I think that there that was that was. I like Green done. Goblin as as a villain. He's fun, but I think I always thought that uh, Doctor Octopus was a cooler. The villain. fight scenes between Doctor Octopus and Spider Man were way better. better. Yes. way way yes. way yes. better. And if you're looking at that when they're on top of the train or when they're on the oh, side of that train. building, yeah, the train. Uh, yes. really? the train sequence is fantastic, especially when like his, his mask falls off oh, and then they put it back. Uh, they give it back to him. They, Let me they, tell like, you, the mask scene really always bothers me, and here's why the mask scene always bothers me. In that when they're passing him above their heads, he looks super puffy. Like their <laughs> their hands. Watch it next time you see it. Their hands like sink into him. He just looks like super <laughs> super soft, super squishy Spider Man. <laughs> he's got Toby. He's got Toby. Really weird. And, and maybe that's the way. A real human body would work <laughs> if they're passing. Maybe, maybe maybe that's not even padding or anything like that. But they just squish. <laughs> Toby Maguire is just squishy. They squishy <laughs> dude, man. Come on. Just on one side. Just he's it. buff and has a he six pack a, on one side. His back side is all squishy. Movie <laughs> like, magic. He's like one of the best Peter Parkers we've had out of the three. He's, I don't he's, know. Tom he's definitely top, top three. <laughs> top three. I think he's top two for sure. I don't know. I like. I mean, is he the best Spider-Man or the best Peter Parker? Oh, I don't know. Because Tom Holland was so good. He was so good. Well, we but have, I haven't I seen think enough we've got of him. Enough. Yeah, so I think we need to wait a little bit more. And, to and, but Honestly, as far as though, Peter Parker's from what I have, I guess I would go with. I think he's a Tom McGuire. I think he's yeah. a top fifty percent of the two I've seen. If we're taking out the third movie where he does the whole. Dig on, dig on this. Oh gosh! That was so weird. That's weird. Sam Raimi, I will tell you this. That. Sam Raimi gets Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He, the third one, you can hate on it all you want. A lot of that was studio pressure, but Sam Raimi gets Spider-Man. Yeah. When you see, there's so much, there's so many great comic book references in the first two Spider-Man movies. It's just like this guy, this guy gets it. He gets the character. You could tell that it was important. Mm-hmm. I think I think Spider-Man helped. Like, not besides X-Men, I, X-Men was pretty good, but like for me, Spider-Man was like the jumping-off point for all the other. Um, superhero, like the other big superhero movies for the last decade or so. Jessica mentioned X Men versus X Two. You can tell the difference in the budget between, mm-hmm. like, oh, oh yeah. yes. X X Men was like a testing the waters. X Two yeah. was like a let's make a boatload of money. Hello. Yeah. 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 So I think they blew up with with Spider Man and X Men doing as well as they did, and I think that kind of propelled the whole genre to have like a whole second. But uh, for good or ill, because then X Men Two turned into X Men Three, which uh, yeah. a lot of people are very, very critical. Spider Man Two became yeah. Spider Man Three, and basically what happened is those second movies that did well caused them to overreach, which caused them to have to reboot. And we got Hulk. Oh, oh, Hulk, which oh. I like. Poor no. Eric Bana. Poor Eric Bana. Uh, give me the other sequel that works. Uh, Portal now. Two. I didn't realize you were calling for that when I said something. Portal Two. Portal Two. Mm. Yes. As a game. Yes. Why why is it better than the first? Because the first was so good and they took what worked in in one, which was the tests, like the testing, the little puzzles, and GLaDOS, and then they just aimed up the next level by adding another character, but not adding too much. Like they didn't bombard you with like seven or eight new characters. They had one more character, added a little twist in the story that kind of humanized 
GLaDOS a little bit. And it does. I just I prefer Portal Two over Portal. I just think they did a really good job. And they made and they you they got creative with their testing with adding new elements to it by going into like the back part of Aperture, like the early parts of Aperture before they really developed a whole bunch of stuff. I just think it's it was really well done, really creative. And Cave Johnson. Yeah, it's on it's on my list. I, I thought it was a good sequel. Uh, EJ, I mean, it, it took a handful of times, but for me, I, the Fast and Furious series, like once it hit like oh, six, yeah, it just. It, it to me is it's on a whole other level. Like the first one, when you look when you look back at like Fast and Furious One, Tokyo Drift, you know it was almost like these like weird, awkward, like almost like hour and a half music videos. But now, <laughs> That's a good point. They have stories, and it just I don't know. It just makes a lot like of sense. They now they decide to have stories. Fast Five was I, really. I'm good. on the opposite end of that. Although I think I've seen almost all of them except for like the last two or three. Yeah. I don't think they needed to make any more after the first. Yeah, I like I, the I third agree. one because yeah. it was different. What about Fast and Furious, the fourth? But one? after that one, you don't like take or leave the third one. About. But after about, the first two, what about Furiously Fastly, the twelfth one? Because <laughs> they're making a number eight. I mean, they're, they're going to keep going. They're going to keep making because they make money. I, what not, is this? The car version of Halloween? I've never. Seen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen a single Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, oh. I, from what I understand, You're, from what I understand, and I, I, I on the outside looking in here, uh, I guess. At the at, at first, some of the characters were sort of exchangeable. I mean, they they mm-hmm. didn't bring certain yeah. characters back for the yeah. second one. Mm-hmm. Third one was a whole new slate of characters. I think kind of once they got past that, they started investing more in the. This is what the characters. These are yes. we're developing the it's people and their, their relationships and and their individuality, uh, which you know I think I think probably added to. Uh, Justin Lin uh, did a great job with Star Trek. Yes. So I think a lot of what he did in Star Trek comes from that directing of an ensemble cast uh, that came from Fast and uh, Furious. Worry, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just yeah. not my cup of tea. No, it's I'll, all good. I'll, uh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Oh, man, that was sad, oh, though. Nah. I, I, I cried. I did cry. I don't understand. The, the they, they played that song at the care. end of the last one when Paul Walker was dead as a I, tribute to Paul Walker. Like they did a tribute to him. They did a tribute to Paul movie. Walker. I couldn't make it past this the pink slip scene of the first one. This is spoiler alert Salisbury. He just gave away no, the ending. No, I'm not giving no, away the Paul ending. Walk- they did a tribute to Paul Wa- to, to the actor, not the character. The I didn't know Paul Walker died. Well, I'm sorry that you missed out on news. <laughs> it was like two years ago. ago. Paul Walker oh, is dead, Tony. You're dead to me, Stephen. Oh. So is Bella Lugosi. He's also dead. But he was just in that movie. <laughs> Plan 9 from Outer Space. I mean, his face was covered most of the time. Uh, his best work, in my opinion. That was great. Um, Another another sequel that you think that works? I'll, I'll throw one out there. Um, better than the first one, Miss Pac-Man. I know it's simple. Oh, it's, fair. It, it's simple, but you you took a simple concept and you ramped it up. People are are still the kids in our kids' church were playing Miss Pac-Man this morning. <laughs> it's a great formula. It works. It's still fun. Pac-Man uh, gives me anxiety. Does it? It does. Getting chased by ghosts. One of their names turn, doesn't turn. rhyme with ah! the rest. Trying That's to the eat worst. these caffeine pills running away from ghosts. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> the OCD is acting up because they're not all rhyming. Give me Galaga. What's a, okay, so what's Ooh, another video Galaga. game? Galaga. Galaga. Assassin's well, Creed 2. So Assassin's Creed 2. Yes. For See, sure. I couldn't get through Assassin's Creed, so I'm going to assume that you are correct. Assassin's Creed 2 is so Assassin's Creed 2 is better than Assassin's Creed. So much better. I mean, that's everybody I've said says, like, See, I played two before I played one. one. Is oh, that the one that you idea. had me start playing yes. when I was hanging out? Okay. Assassin's I Creed like 2 one. is a huge step Put up. a pin in that because I want to come back to Assassin's Creed in a, in a minute yes. because there's something about that that um, I respect, but something about it that, that troubles me a little bit too. Um, another video game sequel that, that's Halo better. Two. Call Halo, of Duty. Halo 2 is better. Uh, okay, EJ, you're off the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 
Halo 2 revolutionized uh, first-person gaming as far as, like, online gaming goes. Okay. Did Halo 1 not have online gaming? I don't... I think it did. I don't know, but... It, it, but it was combat evolved. Just well, not. just not that evolved. Not, not enough evolved. But Halo 2, it was like... The, I think it was, like, the first time they did party, like, matches and stuff. They, I mean, they just totally redid everything and revamped it, and it became one of the best-selling... I'm not, well, an, I'm not, not an Xbox. Not the top seven. I'm not, I'm not an Xbox guy, but nobody can take away from that Xbox figured out how to do the online community yes. thing, right? I mean, yeah. Xbox Live... Mm-hmm. Still owns the, yes. the game, and, and it started off with with the Halo series, and uh, more specifically, Halo Two. Is well, when there was just sort of an, of an overarch of these games that you guys mentioned: Halo, and then Call of Duty, and Assassin's Creed. Uh, let, let's just pause there. I want to come back to those in a little bit as this conversation goes on. There's something I want to I want to ask you guys about this because none of none of those are my game franchises necessarily, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. Any other any other games? Other than obviously direct sequels, what about any of the Zelda games? Are they kind of more I- ideally reboots because they're for different consoles? It's because like you could say that between the original Legend of Zelda and Ocarina of Time, it's a big step up, but that's like, two completely different. Do we need two stories same kind connect? of game? Two or different type? Because <clears throat> I'm just I'm wondering because if that's the case, you can you can get. I'm just asking. Okay, is that should be that should I, that be I, on the table? I sit at the table here um, as a for me a huge Zelda fan. Uh, I sit across from Jackie, who is uh, probably a huger Zelda fan. I don't know about that. Jackie, <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, speak to it if if you don't mind. The the Zelda, the progress of sequelization. It's it's following like a timeline. And please mention the wand of Gamelon if you can. <laughs> the, the Philips CDI Zelda games. Oh, the ones with the weird nose. Yeah. Oh gosh, no. those don't count. Yeah, those don't, don't, don't count. count. They don't count. Uh, no, like Zelda, it follows like a timeline. So with me, I don't necessarily think of them as sequels. I think of them as continuations of the story. You just have to figure out where in the story you are. And, and that's why the um, same thing like with but, Mario. But you so have, like, but because they come in, they they have been released in sequential order. You have to t- whether they're out of order, whether they're Tarantino or not, mm-hmm. you, you've got to take them in the release order. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. like the first Zelda that came out mid eighties. It was a great game, a great concept. They definitely built on that for the subsequent games, but they were limited to the amount of space that they could, the, the things that they get out, develop in the game, the elements. And it was huge for what it was, but it was obviously not comparable to the Super Nintendo version or you know subsequent games because it was just limited by the technology of the yeah. time or mm-hmm. limited by uh, what they, the necessity of their development. Uh, to me, one of the worst video game sequels of all time was Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, because they took all the things about Zelda 1 and they flushed them down the toilet oh and God. totally made a very different game. Was it a side-scroller? It was mostly side-scroller. They, there were some overworld parts, but the overworld parts were seemed more inspired by games like Dragon's Quest and, and those uh, sort of Final Fantasy-type games. Uh, is that is that Not the, great. Is that the one where the final boss is Shadow Link? Or Dark Link, you, you do fight Shadow Link at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, but you, you would you would travel across a very very generic, very bland looking overworld map, and there was two kinds of enemies. There was like a little gel enemy, and then like a beastie looking enemy, and they were just little silhouettes. They would move back and forth, and if one of them hit you, it would take you into a side scrolling level where you'd have to fight a series of bad oh, guys. Okay. And it just oh, it was yeah. not it was not Zelda as we wanted it. Bad translation, no. bad bad game. Bad game, bad game. At the same time, uh, Super Mario Brothers Two came out, and Super Mario Brothers Two was another game that, like now, if you go and look back at it, you go, "Man, this is." There's not been any other Mario games that are like this. This yeah. is really weird. But if you understand, Super Mario Brothers Two was not actually Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it was a Japanese game called um, Doki Doki Panic, and <laughs> they just took it and put the Mario characters in it. 
and release it in America. In Japan, it was oh called um, Yumikojo Doki Doki Panic, and it, they it was totally different characters. Uh, it was like a, this Aladdin type character. So the original Super Mario Brothers two was the one that original that eventually came out. I think it on a, the Super Mario All Stars collection called the Lost Levels. Yeah. But they didn't release it here because it was too hard. And really. It, it looked just like regular Super Mario Brothers. It was just the levels were crazy hard. Like someone uh, just got really sadistic and went on Super Mario Maker <laughs> and uh, just decided to bring some pain to people's lives. So like you mean son. the guy who designed the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but then you jump to Ocarina of Time, and that's a great sequel because they do take the elements, they take a lot of the same weapons, a lot of the same characters, and they brought it to a, ne- a new technology it's level. A- so I think Zelda, Zelda is continually yeah. uh, a series of sequels that works. I, I think... Whether you like the style or whether you have a, a certain affinity for uh, this game element or that game element, there's different things in the different Zelda games, and each one kind of has its own valid place, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, another great sequel, in my opinion, um, Arkham City. Yes, I'm yes. glad you brought that up because I was going to. Because uh, Arkham Asylum was phenomenal. Yes. And then Arkham City was just like, oh, by the way, here's all of that and way more. Yes. I went to go, I went to try to play on. Arkham Asylum oh, again. That was the third one. After Arkham. I played Arkham City, Whoops. and I and I couldn't do it because there's so much they added to Arkham City that made it so much better. Yeah. Like Open just the effect concept. when if you press R two when you're gliding, you can do like a dive to kind of speed yourself back up. Oh, can't you do can't that, do that Arkham. Yeah, there's no need to. There's yes. you can't go anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, Arkham City was great. Uh, there, there was uh, that console generation. There was a lot of really really great sequels. I think they did an awesome yeah. job with Uncharted two. Mm. See, I like Uncharted three. But Uncharted two is phenomenal. Uncharted three, Uncharted two, Uncharted two is probably the sequels. better game. But better I, I really like three. I know that much because I'm playing Uncharted. I, t- I talked with a friend. So he was boring. playing. He just fit, he just got a PlayStation on Black Friday, and he got Uncharted 4 with it, and he played through it, and he was like, this just Uncharted game. Uncharted 4 I didn't is nice. And he'd never played any of the Uncharted games before. And he's like, this really? is really, really Unchar- good. Uncharted, the first one is hard to play, like to go back and play if you if you never played yeah, it. Yeah, I went, I went and made myself play the first one before. When the second one came out, I bought the first one to play through it before because I knew you, you can almost never play a game and then go back and play the previous yeah. one before it. That's what happened with Assassin's Creed. And... Tomb Raider. Well, yeah, but you can kind of went back screen. to Tomb Raider after playing the reboot. And Which it was... one did you play? The first one, the, I, the, hmm? the new one. Yeah, not 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 the last one to come Most out. Most recent, but, but the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. The, the young. Uh, and then I went back to play the original two. I can't do it. Yeah, they're very hard. It's hard going back and playing some of those. Like I went back and tried to play the first Resident Evil game mm. after I played it for the first. I'm like, yes. I don't. I can't play this. I can't even play Final Fantasy VII after playing Final Fantasy VIII because the controls, everything seems so slow and so wrong. Like I yeah. want to go back and play Final Fantasy VII because I never played it. But like watching people play, I'm like, I don't think I could go back and play. It. Like if I played it at the time, I probably could have gotten through it. But I don't think I can get through it now. Yeah. It was great at the time, but it just yeah. it, going back to it, it doesn't work as well. As My brothers play like Earthbound all the time, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, they're very different <laughs> in the way that they they play. The older games move very differently. The the control thing that you were saying it just reminded me like playing Skyward Sword on the Wii and then playing Twilight Princess on the Wii. The controls are different. So like after mm-hmm. playing Skyward Sword for such a long time and me trying to like play Twilight Princess again, I was like, oh crap, these controls are all backwards now. <laughs> like it's the same remote and it's the same like motions, but I if I like click the B button too long, I can't get the item that I wanted to get. I have to like click it a different way or whatever, and it's frustrating. So what are some video games that don't work when they make a sequel and you just go, uh, that one is bad. Uh, they should not have done this. This is it was it was a fail. Like you leave it alone. It was better the first time. Uh, can you think of any games that were just really bad? Are you googling games, Steven? Yes, cuz I th- I can't <laughs> think of the one that I'm thinking of. I can't I can't remember what it you was. You can't think of the one. I, I, I have one of my it's like on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. What what kind of game is it? I want to say it's like one of those like action. It's like a PlayStation game that they made a sequel to and I can't mm-hmm. think of it. 
I can't think of it. I'll put my phone down. So you think, you think the internet's going to tell you? Yes. <laughs> the I was thinking, knows all. I didn't realize I could just Google things and we could take Stephen right off the show. <laughs> just bring Google. You know everything that the internet says is true. It is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> like like how it said that Florida is number two in safe best drivers now. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a lie. That's that's, that's a, a Floridian slip. That's a Floridian <laughs> slip. I know. I like all the sequels to my video games. Yeah, they they made some pretty bad ones. I remember when they early days of games when they would try to make sequels to games that just didn't seem to capture the same spirit. But you thought you could just put the name on it. Do you, does anybody remember Donkey Kong Three? No. no. Now, now you guys know Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Gorilla goes up, oh, yeah. takes the girl, and you know you got to climb up the ladders, jump over barrels. Cool game. And then Donkey Kong Junior was a really cool concept for a game because it flipped it. Mario was holding Donkey Kong captive, and you're little Donkey Kong, uh, and you have to try to rescue Papa. What? That's cool. So that's a really it's a really cool concept for a game, um, but then they came out with Donkey Kong Three, which did not have Mario in it at all. Uh, it was I don't even know who the guy was. He was just a dude. Was it Luigi? <laughs> and no, it wasn't even. He, he was not even mustachioed. <laughs> and Donkey Kong was hanging from these vines in what looked like a greenhouse, uh, and he had a, a beehive on either side of him, and he would punch the beehive. And insects would fly out, and you had to jump up and down these levels and spray them with what looked like insect repellent, hmm. and and try to spray Donkey Kong uh, as he as he is above you. So you're kind of spraying up in his crotchal region. Well, I'm sure um, gardeners love trying that to drive game. him up the vines and and out of the greenhouse. Where did that come from? Why? Like that's not canon. They know all those jungle greenhouses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a really strange spin on on it. Okay, well we're just gonna take this character and throw him in this game yeah. and call it a sequel. Uh, Nintendo, I don't know what they were what they were thinking what with are, that one. That what, one. Are, what about a uh, Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts? Thank you. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I thought of Banjo was that what you were trying to Google? No, 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 no. But I did think of Banjo Kazooie too, and then I immediately forgot about it when you were talking about what, was, what is story. nuts and bolts. That's that's the one where the, you had to like it was like Banjo Kazooie game. Like you were running around like Banjo Kazooie. But then they made you build like a car out of stuff, and it was the it was just the worst. Huh? Just awful. For the yeah, un- it, it for the uninitiated, game. what is what is Banjo Kazooie? Is Banjo Kazooie is a bear. I imagine it's I imagine it's he a, has a friend uh, named Kazooie, and she's a bird, and he has her. In the see, backpack. I was I, I was picturing like a bluegrass band. No, you have to rescue your sister because who was it? Who was the what was the witch's name? Grim Grimhilda. Oh yeah, yes. the witch. Yeah. Has kidnapped her, his pretty sister, and, and so he has to. Rhymes, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he wants to rescue his pretty his pretty sister his because pr- the princess in the game is his pretty sister. Yes, and basically. He's definitely, the, I, I see where the banjo part comes in <laughs> because <laughs> she's an ugly witch, and she she wants her beauty. So you bring back my slip. sister wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Metal Metal Gear was a great Nintendo game. And then they switched it up in the second one and made it really campy and silly. Uh, Now, Metal Gear 2 that came out in Japan was, I I guess, a legitimate Metal Gear sequel. And the official canonical Metal Gear sequel, but they came out with a crappy United States version called Snake's Revenge, (laughs) which I think a U.S. developer made it. It wasn't Kojima. And uh, like the the main villain in the game was uh, ripped from the pages of today's headlines, was an Iranian terrorist called the the, the Hierola Kakamani. Are you going to say the Ayatollah rock and roll? No, it wasn't. It was a spin-off. It was a spoof of the Aya, uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini, but it was the yeah. Hierola Kakamani. Kakamani, oh. and uh, that's it. Was really just that's a little offensive, I think, I, to, the, to that culture. I feel like it might be offensive to gamers. Um, then uh, they did uh, Metal Gear Solid Two. 
uh, which the first Metal Gear was Solid was great for the PlayStation One. Metal Gear Solid Two had they de- you could download a demo for it the, before this they, they put out a game called Zone yeah. of the Enders and let you play the first hour. There was on the the Zone of the Enders disc. They came with a demo. To, I people bought Zone of the Enders just to play the Metal Gear demo. I played it over and over and over again. It was amazing. Solid Snake on this this ship sneaking around in the bowels of the ship. You know, it was just wonderful, amazing, wonderful game. So you actually when you got. Metal Gear Solid 2, you play as Solid Snake for the first hour of the game. And then after that, they switch it out with this Anakin Skywalker guy, uh, Raiden. So you're like, okay, so I wanted to be Metal Gear. I want to be Solid Snake. I've been playing Solid Snake. And nope, you're going to be Raiden. You're going to be this guy. And nobody liked him at all. I like he I was. Like, it was terrible. And you're so angry. And I then like eventually, Raiden. halfway through the game, you come across Solid Snake. And he's like, I'm going to be over here. You over there, you're going to be this girly, whippy, ninja, riding guy that nobody likes. See, I like him, but that's just because I played <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4. Well, in Metal Gear Solid 4, they turn him into a cyborg ninja, and yes, that's cool he's as really crap. Cool. But he's not, <laughs> once they ripped half of him and replaced him with a machine, he was great. But Hey, before. same thing happened with uh, Anakin Skywalker. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Full circle. So, so uh, honorable mention here of terrible video game sequels just putting it out there and we'll move along I say every single Sonic the Hedgehog game that ever came out <laughs> post Sega Genesis <laughs> moving on um, gotta, gotta go, go fast, fast. <laughs> <laughs> so w- w- let's go back to what you guys mentioned earlier uh, Assassin's Creed Call of oh. Duty and Halo Halo mm. or sports ball because I know that you're a fan of sports ball games or now, don't talk about them but I just NBA know NBA Street Volume <laughs> 2 um, there was a, a, a problem in the video game industry um, one of my favorite games too, which is the guitar rock band music uh, sort of yeah. genre, where they just decided every single year we're going to put out a game, and I think it kills the idea of sequels because I'm not compelled to buy a sequel of a video game just because you put like one small new feature in it. And you want to charge me uh, a whole extra yeah. uh, amount of money. Um, Nintendo does it with Mario Kart, and I buy every Mario Kart. But you know, half the levels on Mario Karts are just levels from old Mario Karts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Just revamped. Um, New console. So, so Call of Duty is one. Every single, Mm -hmm. and and I didn't realize they were doing this. So, there's two teams that worked on Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. and then one year they would put out the one that um, one team was working on the good one, and then was that Treyarch? Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Infinity Ward did the good ones. Treyarch did the bad ones. Treyarch had the zombies, but Infinity Ward had the Modern Warfare. It was it was like uh, Star Wars, Star Trek sequels. Like the (laughs) odd ones were bad, you know. Good, uh, but Call of Duty, and and now I feel like. I just got Call of Duty Ghosts, and it's already like seven games ago. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like they're I was putting gonna say, out. Say that's a, like that's a couple. That's and a the thing, bit bad. That's what and, I'm and the thing is, is from what I understand, most people just buy that to play online. So yeah. why not just create one and just keep updating the? I mean, obviously True. they want to make money. Basically, yeah, play World of Warcraft with it. Ideally, you can just. I mean, if you're just gonna play online, that's an upgrade. Like you don't need to buy a whole other game. I get why they do it. But they did the same thing with Assassin's Creed. There's like 47 Assassin's Creed games out now. Yeah, because now you also have the um, little side stories yeah. and the different things like that. I mean, yeah, because like it, Rogue like, and uh, because you did Freedom. Yeah. Assassin's Creed two, and then you had Brotherhood and Revelations, Revelation. and then you had three, and then you had the the, the, the side stories yeah. for three, and then you had four, and you have the side story for four, and now they have the little mini game versions yeah. of them, like the for China the different, and yeah. Russia, oh, India, yeah. 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 Well, which one was the one with the uh, with the Lord song for the trailer? Oh, that was, that was um, French Revolution Unity. 
Yeah. Unity. Yeah. But yeah. Unity's a terrible game. See, I only Is saw it? the trailer. The trailer looked phenomenal. Unity, <laughs> Unity was broken. It, they basically <laughs> they released the game unfinished. It yeah. was unplayable. Uh, was, I have Unity, and I I, ju- I got the newest one. Syndicate. Syndicate. Yeah, I heard Syndicate was good, but I'm, but that's another one. It's like, do I need a new Assassin's Creed game every year? Do I need a new Call of Duty? Like. Is the fact that they're putting out sequels, maybe is that why we're sensitive against sequels? Like we get a little cynical about it because they're just shoveling them down our throats? Yeah. I haven't played past Ezio, so that's probably might be the way to go. I'm working on the fourth one still, so. I think, I mean, I don't know. I just going to say that that's kind of the nature that we're in. They come up with new cell phones every year. I think it's just kind of what what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. You know, like every year something has to come out. You know, like it has, I don't know, it's weird. Is it a status symbol thing? Like I'm playing the newest Call yeah. of Duty game, or I'm, I have at the, this point. Uh, I mean, because yeah, I don't know. Like, it, but it, but it, for for a creative for an IP, um, when something that depends on creativity yeah. can't be forced. We don't. Yeah, I mean, they killed the music game. Activision, yeah. I, I was at Activision, got the Guitar Hero and put out like two Guitar Hero games a year. Wow. And yeah. and then they put out the DJ Spin-offs, Hero and they put out all the different. And yes, and, and and they killed. They basically killed the Golden Goose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing. Remember Tony Hawk? Remember how big, like, yeah. what yeah. great yeah. game yeah. Tony, Tony Hawk was? Two was a so fantastic. Yeah, that was, that was a good jump. Like Tony Hawk was awesome. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but Tony Hawk Two was phenomenal. Well, you yeah. could play Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, and then they did like true. the BM. Sorry, I also but, had the BMX game too, which was great. Dave was it Dave, Dave Mirror? Yeah, because you can play as a Slim Jim guy. Oh, He's I remember that. I forgot about that. You can play like if you got like a certain combo. Macho Man Randy Savage? No, just the guy the the guy with the big hat. The guy with the guy Spider Man and he's probably. He looked like Taco Bell, Taco Bell, product <laughs> placement, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. So, but but they but they put those out every single year, and yeah. I think people got sick of them. You can't innovate. You, there, there's no, and if there's no room for innovation, why why do people feel you're taking our money? I want to I want to reward innovation with my money. Okay, you have uh, you mentioned iPhones. I don't want to buy every new iPhone that's going to come out when most of the upgrades I'm going to get are going to be on the iOS anyway. Yep. Yeah. I just don't need a, a slightly better camera. Or, I still have my five. Yes. That's so sad. I'm going to upgrade. <laughs> I have a six, SE. but you know what I can do? <laughs> Plug headphones into it. Oh. oh. Mm, get it. Now, uh, on the same in the same vein, where does Final Fantasy fall into that? See, the Final oh, Fantasy was yeah. good because Final mm. Fantasy would come out with a new game, I think, every three years. Yeah. Which is good. But now... There's 900 Final Fantasy games. I'm just talking about the numer- the the straight numerical. I understand, ones. but they're, have- but there's but the, but they don't even just do straight numerical anymore because now we're on 15. But they they messed it up with 10 because 10 one, had this cliffhanger. So they had, you had X and you had X2, and then they did. I don't know how many of those Final Fantasy 13, the lightning ones, is like lightning returns, lightning goes to the grocery store, lightning sleeps. <laughs> in lightning on a is Saturday. back. <laughs> <laughs> lightning McQueen is <laughs> good. Chow. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, the, the oh, thing no. with the Final Fantasy games, like th- they seem to just throw their own number system out. Yeah. And and there's so many versions. I, I would see it like Final Fantasy, A Realm Reborn. Is that a numbered Final Fantasy? And even the Final Fantasy 15, I don't think was supposed to be Final Fantasy 15. I think they retrofit it to be Final Fantasy 15. So I don't trust. I, don't, I have Final a friend Fantasy at work anymore. who says that it's phenomenal. Final Fantasy, the new, the Final Fantasy series was my favorite series, and now I feel like it's. Um, a, a grocery store trying to sell me meat, but they keep scratching out the expiration date mm. and telling me, no, no, it's still good. Uh, like, I'm not 100% ooh. sure if I can trust them anymore. Hey, so. people don't do that. Um, <laughs> let, shifting over from, from games, let's look at movies. Uh, unless somebody else has something brilliant about games. Movies, I think, are where we see sequels rear their ugly heads the most. Bad movie sequels. Go. 
I have one. It's not nerdy, but it makes me incredibly angry. Christmas Story 2. Christmas Story 2. Yes, A Christmas Story 2. Anytime they go back and make a sequel years and years later. It's always bad. It's just like coattailing and on. The thing is, is they made sequels to A Christmas Story starring Peter Billingsworth. But they just went like five years ago, decided to make. Is that his name? Billingsley. Billingsley. Yeah, close enough. I think and, you're thinking of Mrs. Buttersworth. Yes. Who I'm waiting for her Christmas special to come out. And they, but like they oh, made another one like a couple years ago. She had a cameo in Elf, I think, on the spaghetti. <laughs> that was that was like Christmas Story two, and it was a whole new, obviously a whole new family playing. But it was like still like mom and pop, and you know, I get it. It bothers you. But it made me so mad that they. Um, why? Why? There's no more money you can milk out of that cow. Don't do it. Don't do it. Maybe I'm sorry. It was awful. I'm angry. It's, it's what your kids are going to watch on TNT for 24 hours. No, it is not. It's a Christmas I will ban TV on Christmas TBS. Eve. All right. Uh, terrible movie sequels. That should have never happened. Um, the dynamic of Rush Hour 1 was amazing, but we didn't need a two or three. Like I kind of I, I liked those ones. <laughs> I, I said the same thing as awesome. Jackie, but I was also like... 10 when the other ones came Steven out. has no discrimination when it comes to movie sequels because for the longest time I've teased him that one of his favorite movies was Gremlins 2, a movie that <laughs> yeah. did not need to happen. You know what movie sequel was good that people crap all the time is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, yes, no. That is I an agree. underrated sequel. That is true. That I personally think is better than the first. Exactly. The Rescuer is Down <laughs> Under. That doesn't oh. feel good. Oh, yes. Wait, Rescuers wait, wait. Down Under was good. No, I know. Yeah, Sam, I know. It was it was awesome. underrated no, and Rescue, better than yeah, the original. Yeah, Down Under was really good. Yeah. Also, before we before we go back on the terrible movie sequels, I think we'd be remiss if we did not bring up The Dark Knight as a superior to Batman Begins. We would be remiss if okay. we didn't. I had that. to throw that out there before we oh, moved. Yeah. Uh, back to the Future 2. Okay. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> let, me, let me start off. <laughs> back to the no, Future 2. Shots fired. A good sequel Shots fired. or a bad sequel? Good sequel. I like that's my favorite one of the three. It's a sequel. Uh, good sequel or bad sequel? Good sequel. He's not asking you. <laughs> um, good sequel, but not as good as three. I like me the best. As not as good. I like, I like me the best. Three. How did how how? Up now. Go ahead, ask the question. I don't no, like this chicken noodle soup. These saltine crackers are great. <laughs> I don't want to say what I was gonna say. I'm Go ahead, say, say it. it. I was like, how did I? How did I? No. Nope. You for oh, oh, shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> we were together for four and a half years, <laughs> and I'm glad you kept that from me. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's getting real in here. Things just <laughs> got a little real. This is the best rated episode. This is man. This episode's been everywhere. It's gonna be the explicit. And I don't, no, no, no. Justin gave me the look like, I mean, just I told I have him the relationship to relationship that we can say we that just to found each out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, most of the listeners don't know. Justin and I dated for like four no, years. No, no, everybody knows now. <laughs> we are all Spoil- caught up, son. Spoiler There's no alert. going back to the Spoiler alert. <laughs> See, now Spoiler. I say, I, to me, I say Back to the Future 3 is worse than Back to the Future 2. Yes. Back to the Future 2 was not great, but at least it had some creativity and some things that we now associate as for granted. In the Back to the Future universe, three was just. Uh, I like trains. Three was. To me, <laughs> <laughs> I like trains. Three was like the direct to DVD sequel that we didn't um, ask for. I, I don't. I can, I, if at the end of two, they just went phew and le- left home, and they never made three, would we be fine? Yes. 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 No. 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 And we wouldn't even care who Needles was. I love. I love. Yes. <laughs> I. I love the Back to the Future trilogy so much, but I. I agree that three is not near. The quality 
Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Are you about to cry? He's just exercised the demon. Was a, <laughs> he's so angry that that his a, body is yeah, he's like, like, can't handle it. That was well, now, 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 speaking of the straight-to-DVD things, these mm. Disney sequels that mm. come well, straight straight, straight to home video. No, That's Lion when you know not to watch it. Sequels. Lion King. Lion King had Lion King 2, which was okay. Yeah, Lion King 2 was No! It was a funny no. movie. I'm sorry. No! You, but, but oh, you know me. Like He's Fox, knowing you. Fox yeah. and the Her Hound reaction too. was stronger than mine. No! no. Uh, Fox, so I have to say, uh, the Disney Renaissance, Aladdin has the best sequels. No, wait, wait. It has the best sequel. Return no, I, of Jafar was garbage. I don't Homer Simpson is one. not my genie. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I do love the third one. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Third one's great. Third I never. I don't want to have about third three movies. So I never the saw the third one. Third one's the funny. It's funny, man. It's great. Never, is I'm that the one with his dad? Yeah. 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 Okay. The family, the, the, the they they it's a great, great story. One or no? No. No. In my mind, they always got married at the end of the first one. It, they made it look like they did because that's like, what blew exactly. Off, and she's yeah, like yeah, wearing yeah. like the fancy thing. Yeah, I thought they got married. But then in the third yeah. one, like they're finally getting like, married. No, she they're has like getting married. Yeah. I thought they were already. Married. How yeah. long yeah. is this? Well, things yeah. got yeah. shaken yeah. up when Jafar came back. Yeah, that's okay. I don't remember Return of like, Jafar. Like she has a whole wedding dress and everything. All. Nobody does. But I remember loving it. If I may throw out a great movie and a, I like the sequel, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters two. I like this. Garbage. Story. Gremlins <laughs> 2. Garbage. <laughs> Not garbage. Okay, Gremlins 2, garbage Ghostbusters 2 are parodies of the first movies. Bill and Ted's bogus they journey. went back and they took the elements from the first one and they're like, let's just redo these things. I'll More throw Wayne, Wayne's World 2 in that too. They took it and they wow. said, let's make wacky cartoony versions of it. The real Ghostbusters was a better Ghostbusters sequel. The animated series was a better Ghostbusters mm. sequel than Ghostbusters 2 was. Because Ghostbusters 2 was just like, hey, we're going to take these characters and we're going to look how, remember how wackadoo they were? We're going to make them wackadooier <laughs> and like gremlins 2 was they they uh, gremlins 1 uh, i'm phoebe cates and i'm I, I you have this moment in the movie in the middle of this horror movie about these little creatures that multiply when you throw water on them mm. and and there she has this moment of well why don't you like christmas i don't like christmas because when i was a little kid my dad never came home on christmas eve and uh then there was a smell in the house and we looked up in the chimney and my dad had dressed up like Santa Claus oh, and yeah. snuck down to bring us presents and he slipped and broke his neck and died. In, and it was like this tremendously vulnerable oh moment of like, oh my gosh, like what a terrible thing to happen to a character. And this is why she did. So in Gremlins 2, there's a moment where one of the Gremlins looks like Abraham Lincoln and she's afraid of him. It's like, well, what happened? Well, one President's Day, there was a man no. in the park dressed like Abraham Lincoln. And they, they just did a total spoof of that Aww. original That's moment in the movie. Tough. That's what Gremlins Two is. It's a it's a goof on the first movie. I it's a, it's its own airplane. I was a child. I'm just saying. <laughs> but then you go back over here, and it's the same exact thing with Ghostbusters Two. Is a spoof of the first Ghostbusters movie. It's it's just a joke. It's just a parody of itself. I think it's pretty funny. Superman well, Three and Four. Oh. Uh, Superman Four is one of the worst movies ever made ever. I have, don't worry guys, I have my Great Wall of China vision. I can rebuild the Great Wall of China <laughs> by looking at it intensely. I'm Superman. I do what I want. Do you, do you think that Superman Two is a little overrated? No. Okay. Uh, yes, but no. Is it the one with Zod? Yeah. Oh, it has moments, but Zod. to me, to me, Superman One is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. I agree with it. Even if you can't get behind anything else, two things: the casting. Christopher Reeve is yes. There is is top three superhero casting of all time. Gene Hackman, right behind Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, mm -hmm. and hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm putting it out there. This is it's a it's a modern it's a new one. Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor yes. Strange. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect casting. Anyway, but that that okay. being said, uh, I love Benedict. That and then John Williams score. 
Yes. Greatest superhero score of all time. Jaws. Jaws of Revenge? Jaws 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> Jaws 3D is Wait, there was a fourth They need to bury all of them yes, in New Mexico. Okay, Jaws. Jaws the Revenge. Here's the deal. This is years and years later, okay? It's uh, the mom, from it, the, the wife from the first Jaws movie. <laughs> okay. Chief and her, has died. her son is now the chief of police. In, okay. In, in, okay, in, they're in uh, Amity. Amity. And uh, the shark comes back with mm. having revenge and well, kills. Was it the shark or was it like Even the shark's kid? I whatever. It was it's, 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 the shark it's, was kind of blown up. It's a shark. <laughs> and shark. so the shark comes and, and eats her son. Okay. Mm. So she's okay. so traumatized and so stressed by this, she has to get out of town. She has to leave. So she goes to stay with her other son who lives in the Bahamas. Okay. Because I've, that's a good idea. Well, you know, I would get out of Amity if my family kept getting eaten. Sure. I would stay away from the ocean. So she goes to the Bahamas. Yes. Well, her son lives in There the is a scene in that movie where she gets on the plane <laughs> and the plane flies away. And you see from the shark's perspective... The plane flying away. So what does the shark do? Follows, Follows her to the Bahamas. That's dumb. <laughs> That's Michael, so dumb. This is Michael Caine's in this movie. It eats Michael Caine's helicopter. Oh my god! Oh, and then it roars. That's why Michael Caine should have had some uh, bat shark repellent. That's right. He and is Alfred. Out. And then it jumps out of the water and goes. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's like so so, so bad. Like I didn't and, even know there was you know a fourth I, one. There was actually when before they made the third one, which was Jaws 3D. It was I basically Jaws in Sea World. That's what it was. Mm. Jaws I love that comes movie. into the it's theme. It's so part. funny. It's there, so cheesy. There was a proposal, and I didn't I didn't realize this. Um, after Animal House was really really big, and there were all these kind of like comedy movies were were blowing up, sort of like spoofs of genres. The the producers met with John Hughes to do a script um, of a sequel to Jaws. And the proposed title was Jaws 3, People 0. And it would have been basically, <laughs> this is not even a joke. You can Google this. Oh my it gosh. was basically going to be a spoof of the whole series. Uh, and it ended up just kind of losing interest. And they ended up going that's with funny. the Jaws 3D yeah, gimmick. But, I, I, but that would have been great. That yes. been and great. I think that's what Jaws 4 actually was. <laughs> I, I love Jaws 3D. Everybody lost on Jaws 4. Jaws 3D is fun. It's one of those movies where it's bad, but it's funny because it's bad. Pirates and of, young Dennis Quaid. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I've only seen the first and the third one. I'm just going like to throw some one. out there. You guys sort of groan as you see fit. Um, Joel Schumacher's Batmans. Um, I like him. Forever, forever, I think, I like is forever. underrated. Uh, Bat, uh, Batman and Robin's terrible. Yes. Transformers. First one was oh, good. The rest are crap. Yeah. Well, again, sequels we're talking sequels. Yeah, no, no, sequels yeah. are so bad. Um, honey, we blew up the kids. No. Mm, yes. No, hold on, hold on. Honey, we shrunk yes. I have to... I admit, I agree that they're not great. <laughs> uh, honey, I blew up the kid. Made me cry as a kid because I identify with the little boy. The baby? Yes, I did because I was a child once uh, again. And then, uh, honey, we, we shrunk, shrunk ourselves. It's surprisingly not that terrible. That one is actually Wait, pretty funny. I used to watch it all the time. Was, was Rick Moranis and Honey We Shrunk Ourselves? Yes, he, he was okay. in all three of them. I like when they're in the like the onion dip and then like, yeah, because they, they, like, they the did chip. um they did the Honey We Shrunk our, Honey right. We Shrunk the Kids uh, TV series mm. and it wasn't That's him. Right, the it was the guy. Show. No, yes. no, it wasn't animated. It was no, live no, no, action. No, I know what you're talking what? about. And it was it was the guy that was in Bosom Buddies with with Tom Hanks. I'm sorry, what? He was also he was also in. Oh, what was that? He was Peter's, also in Camp Nowhere not Peter as the dad Peter in Camp Sellers. Nowhere. Peter Scalero? Yes, oh, yes. Is that his name? That's him. Yeah. Yes, it is. Somebody else proved Did they have an animated series for that? They did. I they think have. they did. They did because but I came with my VHS action. version of it. Matrix movies. Yeah, I, I, like I, I was going to bring that up. Part one uh, was great. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like, I like with, we didn't with, need a two or three. No. With, with Noodley like, like, uh, Neo in the fight scene with all the agents. Listen, I like Reloaded. I do not like Revelation. Revolutions. Which one is which one is which? Reloaded is the second the one. Second one. The second okay. one. The, the third one was the absolutely. Man. There were some great fight scenes, but l like the Transformers sequels, they would have been a great music video. We didn't need the movie. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
this was on TV. Some of you guys were at my house the other day, and this came on TV, and <laughs> oh, we just yeah. decided to make fun of it liberally. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, yeah. Was that movie filmed in front of like almost all green screen? Uh, it, <laughs> it certainly, like it. It certainly wasn't Cannon. filmed in front of a quality control board. The uh, noise that Jackie made whenever you said that was like the... How about when they would make the sequels that were like so bad and off the, the record that they couldn't even get the main star to come back like mm. Teen Wolf 2 like T-O-O and it was like oh we can't get Michael J. Fox back so let's oh. just get Jason Bateman because oh, he's yeah. the brother of the girl who plays his sister on the TV show he's on so that works that's a connection oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, somehow they got Sigourney Weaver in all the alien movies yeah right that those movies blew her up. <laughs> um, Grease, Grease Two. Oh no! Uh, do you remember that? I, I've heard so people say that Grease Two is the superior movie. Who's that no. guy? And I want to kick them. Who's uh, that guy? Son of the Mask. Oh, oh my gosh! That is the no. worst. No. That's, yeah. No. And I like Jamie Kennedy, but that's the problem. No. But that's not that what movie. About not Son okay. of Rambo. Uh, Inspector Gadget. You guys remember they, they couldn't uh, they ended up not bringing Matthew Broderick French, oh, yeah. French Stewart. Yeah, yes, French Stewart. Yeah. And they I made Claw, to like they took yeah, like Claw's face because I they couldn't get Claw like back it. either. Uh, was, was Claw Kyle McLaughlin? Well, in the sequel? In the first one. No, Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett, uh, that's right. And then Andy Dick was in there <laughs> to make teachers. Um, did, what was the, did they have the, the Flintstones movie with um, yes. Yes. Oh, with John Las Goodman Vegas. and yeah, Rosie O'Donnell yeah. and Steven Brennan yes. yeah. and Steven. Halle Berry and then they did the sequel to it and it was not and nobody no, came back it was, yeah, no it was, it was Stephen Baldwin Wait, and it was, was Stephen Baldwin was Barney yes. Yeah. yeah, that was not bad casting though he That's did a good funny. job Rick but Mar- you also oh, had uh, what, was was her, what was his name he ended up was he was was he the guy from Mike and Maddie no. No, 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 no. That, that's, Mike and Molly? Yeah, no, no it's not him. He's was the guy, he was on, was he was on, too? I think, Still Standing. He was also. Oh, that he, guy. He was, he's, I think oh. he is, he's most famous now for being King Robert in Game of Thrones. Was he in a Knight's but Tale? He was, he was in a yeah, Knight's Tale. Yeah, he was. Tale. Oh, okay. I know, I know what you're talking about. I just don't he, know his name. But he's a British dude, but he's he does a lot of American, but he was, he was, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name, though. Rupert Everett was in, that wasn't he? Or. I never saw the second. That was Viva Viva, Viva Rock Viva Vegas. Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. That's right. Viva yeah. uh, right. Rock Vegas. <laughs> Mark Addy. Oh wait. Yes, Mark, Mark Addy. Addy. Let's Thank talk you. about the. Uh, uh, I guess it's a spiritual successor to Space Jam. Looney Tunes back in action. No, no it's not. I don't think it is at all. Terrible sequel, man. Looney Tunes is self-referential, but I don't think it's a spiritual successor. Was Lola the bunny in it? If Lola the bunny was in it, then it's I, a sequel. I'm pretty sure she. Was. I if, if, if somebody find out if Lola the bunny was in the Just second, the it. back in action, then it's a sequel because she was exclusive to Space Jam. Um, I mean, she was new to Space Jam. Yeah, they brought her. Let me see. Looking it up um, now. I'm not going to sit here and wait for you to Google something. Um, <laughs> so there were some movies that came out that they kind of promised or teased sequels, and then the sequels never happened. One of my favorite movies when I was a kid was a movie called Flash Gordon. Uh, I want to so see the governor. He's getting his head in the thing. Oh, I love the cheese in that movie. It was, re- it was a cheesy movie. But do you remember what happened at the very, very end? You had Ming the Merciless, and he had his power ring, and he was like, and Flash crashes a spaceship through the the wedding chapel or wherever they are, his palace, and impales him on the end of the spaceship. And he dies, you know, and the ring falls to the ground in a pile of dust or whatever. At the very end of the credits, you see... 
the uh, it says the end and Ming's hand reaches out and picks up the oh. ring and then a little question mark comes on there and it plays that choo. It's like the blob. Theme. Yeah, same thing with the I was going to say that. Same thing with the Classic. blob. They have a question mark at the end. It's like, yeah. no, you're not making a sequel. Let Take me, the question mark off. But they never made <laughs> they never made a sequel to Flash Gordon. I'm still waiting for that. Let me, uh, let me tell oh, you. Oh, don't worry. They will. One of the most disappointing ones I've ever seen. At the end of Green Lantern, <laughs> Sinestro <laughs> decides he wants to put on his yellow lantern ring. Yeah. That never got a sequel. Yeah. Just like at which the Which is for the best. Just like Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange and Green Lantern are the same movie. Mm. What? But Doctor Strange did it right. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange did it right. Doctor Masters Strange. of the Universe. Dolph Lundgren. Mm. The He-Man oh, one? The He-Man one. The live action? And at the, at the very, very end, Skeletor's head pops up out of the lava, and he's like, I'll be back. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he really do that? Yes. I have to see yeah, it. Yeah, I have to see it, too. I have to watch it, like, oh, right now. The, the, the very last thing, Skeletor's little head just pops out. He's like, yeah, I'll be I'm back. I'm YouTubing that tonight. The, I will return. It's the spirit of Arnold, it's the spirit of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tonight. You're haunting Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> no, what Dolph Lundgren, I think it was, was it Frank Langella? I don't remember oh, who it was. Whoever it was that played Skeletor is wonderful. Mer. But uh, and, and then Amazing Spider-Man. Remember the the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two? Yes, it was like, oh, yeah. bro. Oh, the I, six. oh yeah, when I saw I was the so smoke and the and so Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio! So be, there's going to be a vulture and an octopus. I mean, they and were Raven the hunter. They, they, exactly. They were forcing it, but I was okay. Wait, they had a oh, Mysterio. So, yeah. They, yes. Yeah. They had, Max. Like, his name is Quint. They had it all there. <laughs> it would have been it would have been <laughs> Doc Ock, My name was Vulture, Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, um so the Rhino legit Sinister and... Six. Is that it? That right there? The like, yeah, fifth yeah, yeah, one yeah. down? Mm-hmm. That looks like bad uh Terminator 2 like <laughs> Well, he he's just, it was a skull head. I know, but it looks terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just <laughs> like the ride I want to watch it. Go so. ahead. I mean, I it should just be his head poke. I want you to that. I'm going to stand up. Let's watery lava. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. When did that? Mo- what year did that movie come out? Oh, eighty-seven. Oh. Okay. okay. I don't know why I thought maybe yeah. they brought they like did it again. Oh, like no. in it, the like it came early out. 2000s. It, okay. The the it, the movie took place. It was He Man and a couple of characters that weren't even like characters from the cartoon show. I think it was He Man and Tila. I don't even know if Tila was in it. And there was like some weird like little dwarf guy. They didn't bring Orko in, man. They didn't do it proper. But they spent the whole movie on Earth because it's way cheaper to film on Earth than it is in Eternia. Um, <laughs> even though the Eternia set, like Skeletor's castle, was really big and really cool looking. But they twisted it up and tried to make it. It was sort of a spiritual precursor to the Super Mario Brothers movie. Where uh-huh. it's like, let's make this thing that you've seen on TV realistic. and, and Mario, was, Mario. Luigi Mario. Yeah, really See, this four, the three Marios. Mario, and, Mario. You know how Luigi they Mario. jump in the video games? We should give them jump boots for the stupid. Um, <laughs> so in in the the game the the movie they spend their whole time on Earth looking for some key to get back to Eternity or some such nonsense. And one of the girls that's with them is like a teenage Courtney Cox. So it kind of gives you. Wow. Yeah. was she dancing with uh, dancing in the dark? Steve? Yep, I think she was. <laughs> so um, how about this? Movies that need sequels. I, I just kind of gave you a list of movies that that with sequels that we'll never see. Give me a movie that needs, and this is something Nerd of God Squad that if you you need to chime in on this one, let us know the ones that we don't think of. All right, so a movie that you can think of that like oh that desperately needs uh, another visit. I need to go back to that world. There's one that I want, but the movie and but the movie ended so well that it's like I don't know if they would want to ruin the legacy of what, it. What is it? Inception. That's what I was thinking. No. No. Yeah, see, Nick no. Knows. I had the same but thoughts, I, though. But, but I, I've thing. heard like, that. I've heard that yeah, because, because of the end. end. 
But no, I complete. I'm sorry, I completely. Dis- that movie just needs to be what it is. They ended the story really well. Yes, yeah, yeah, they did. But they but kind of hinted at because, it a little. But like, it no, needs to start right there, though. There's, there's it, no it always, way you can always, do that without sullying the see, movie. See, it always though. bothers me when people, uh, and uh, maybe it's a Christopher Nolan thing. It always bothers me when people go, "Oh, I really love to see like what happens next." Because yeah. to me, Joseph Gordon-Levitt never needs to be Batman or Robin for mm. me to be satisfied with the end of The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine just saying, "Okay, now this is going to happen." The same thing at the end of The Matrix. It's like, look yeah. at me. I'm Neo. I'm going to fly off like Superman. That's it. Stop the movie. Let our imagination Let me just go, walk. okay, and now more awesome things happen. Just uh, the machine plays in the back. I, I kind of don't want to know. It ruins the fun of it if you tell me what happens. Yes. Did it wobble or did it not? Uh, I know, but that, like I said, that that's, what, that's why I said like it's such a good movie that do you really want to You kind of want to spend back. more time in that but, world. Yeah, because it's just the idea is so cool. But I think the like that goes for like repeated viewings. Like you can go back and you can see stuff and yeah. But so what's I, something? What's a world that you want to revisit? Characters that you want to spend more time with? More adventures? For me, I'm not really thinking so much as a movie, but more of a video game. I really, really love the world of Skyward Sword mm-hmm. in Legend of Zelda, and I wish I could have spent more time in it, and that there was more of it, like more storyline. Mm. Um, I don't want to like give away the ending of the game because it's not an old game. But yeah. at the same time, like the way it ended, I was like, it would be so cool if they could just expand on this, and mm. I just want to know more. Mm. But that's video game related. That's not necessarily okay. movie related. What else? I mean, you have video games, well, I guess, count too. I mean, there are like some video games, like, uh, well, I mean, I would like another. I like I, as a sports guy, I'll say it. I'll put it down. I want some more EA big games. I want I want some more sequels to those games because they were on a roll and they just got cut. I think they, that they brought that back and brought and brought in some new games to go with that, but kept in the same tone, okay. brought well, the same characters in and everything. Let me go back to the original question. What's a world or characters that you would like to spend more time with? I mean, not just something I would like to continue playing and having fun in this game, but a, a world that the story is not yet done being told. I'll, I'll put one out there. I would love to see... A Galaxy Quest sequel. Yes, 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 yes. Why? I mean, I know Alan Rickman's gone, but... I got another one. Thank you for... Because a Mystery Men sequel. I, I agree. Oh, that, that would, would be, be cool. It's, but on, not, it's not a, on my list. Not a sequel, but like a... Not Where Are They Now, but like but sequel today. But in the today. same universe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because I loved Mystery Men so much. And you know, there's so many great stories that have done... I mean, from, from The Tick... That sort of the the world of mm. to even what the the PlayStation Network show powers they they've explored this idea of uh, you know Watchmen or The Incredibles they've taken it from that where we were at Mystery Men and we've seen a lot of examples of a world of real life superheroes and and the way that they function in our yeah. society yeah. Uh, we we've um, what was the other the other thing that we oh man oh Astro City was a great comic book where again it was like superheroes were just sort of a functional part of the world that they lived in and they were real people and they had that was their job and that was what they did uh, but Mystery Men would be great what would it look like today yes well I mean if you turned around you probably couldn't see it mm, very good very good what else Diablo I mean Diab- I, the Diablo 3 but more, we need Diablo more of 4 that, that world more yes. of the broken You're, you, you keep Blizzard uh, I love alive it. <laughs> <laughs> just I love give it. her some more downloadable content for uh, yeah, another expansion set I still have for... to play Legion hey I want to see okay so it would kind of be a sequel but I actually want to see an Overwatch game with a campaign uh, to mm-hmm. me I want an Overwatch movie 
Yes. I'm just yes. I, as the more I play that game, I'm like, I really want to know what the I really they, and they put out a couple of a couple little mini movies of the yeah. characters and not really even given their background story, but just showing them in action. <laughs> and you can sense so much in their interactions with each other about what, what their values are and what their stories and are. And what happened between like different characters so good it's such a fully realized universe and they're only giving us the tip of the iceberg yeah. I know which is cool because it kind of lets us it lets us fill in the gaps in our own minds maybe, and, and kind of see ourselves gonna, in there maybe yeah. they are developing an actual I mean this game is called the Origins Edition so yeah, that's oh a, that's, the, that's a good point. I think that, that's the Playstation exclusive is the oh, Origins really? Edition yeah. oh, okay that's just still what I mean that's what it says when I put it in is because uh, you play Playstation yeah, yeah. Man, I hope <laughs> they give us a campaign mode next it time it would be really really great I wouldn't be mad at that at all Pacific Rim uh, I they already, they are, they're make, they're they are? Specific are they? Good. I like that. Um, how about this one? And I know they're doing a, a, a reboot of it, but I would love to see more movies in a series of unfortunate events. Oh. oh yeah. I would have li- really liked it if they had kept that going from like the first three onward, because there are nine of them, or 12. Yeah, they could. I think they could have done a trilogy of them yeah. at that time. Yeah, I, I've read, I used to read all I read all of them as a kid. The Lemony, Lemony Snicket. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in, a, in a similar vein, what about uh, the Narnia? No, Chronicles of Narnia would have been a, a layout. Oh, yeah. Because they did three, but there was, what, six six or seven seven in the yeah. series. Because I saw yeah. the first two. I, I saw the Magician's Mind Witch, the World, and Crimson so Silver so Chair. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't oh. see Voyage of the Dawn Treader. It's okay. It's pretty good. Why but I, think, I was surprised. I just think people lost interest. Okay. Yeah. It was a beautiful series. Because I think when the more you start taking the other kids out like because yeah. I don't think the kids are even in most of the books I think they're only in like two or three of them yeah um, it was, it was or weird. maybe four mm-hmm. you uh, got like the horse and his boy because yeah. isn't like the silver is it the silver chair mm-hmm. isn't the silver chair like technically a it's prequel to one. yeah like, it's, it's the like one the first one where the professor was in Jim Nar- Roberts see yeah. I've, I've never read any of the uh, of the, any of the books before I got I mean, as far I as like there's a lot of story to be told there and they did a really good job I really want to read them and I love because the thing is with the third one I remember the first two the first one was big that one came out and everybody saw it second one came out and it was like okay i mean i went i like it i didn't see it until it came out on dvd and when the third one came out it felt like they were just pushing out a sequel and the way it looked the way they marketed it was really weak but then i saw it and i was like this is actually a pretty good narnia movie like as far as the spirit of the first two and i don't i don't know what happens in in narnia when you when you start shifting and moving your main characters out of the way, because when the world is bigger than your main characters, mm. you better have a really good, really fully realized world mm. because people want to follow that character that they become emotionally attached to. Mm. That's sort of, I think, the hub of what a sequel is all about. When you start bringing in uh, a shift on your main character, well, look at some sequels that maybe didn't work out. Movies that where they got rid of the the, the main characters and moved a secondary character up to sort of be the hub of the adventure. Like almost, Joey? It almost doesn't work. Like what? Like Joey from Friends. Well, the spinoff. Yeah, uh, yeah, nothing like that actually. I was thinking. Well, think about um, Evan from Bruce Almighty. Yeah. And then oh, they, Evan oh, Almighty. Yeah. They make a sequel, and it's like everybody loves Steve Carell, and it was a, it was a cute was movie, cute. but it didn't have. I mean, you're. It's a secondary character. Uh, I'll, uh, same thing. Uh, Jurassic Park two. Yeah. I, yeah. I I can't. Yeah. And everybody liked Ian Malcolm in the first one, yeah. but he just wasn't a lead character. I like the second one. For the second one. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, but you're wrong, Neff. That's the only problem. <laughs> um, Blues Brothers 2000. I know oh. that's, a, that's a deep cut. <laughs> deep oh, cut. Come on, man. But you get rid of you know John Belushi. I, I don't know why they couldn't get him back. It was a contract oh, thing. Come on, dude. Or it's messed up. The Mummy Three. Um, no. <laughs> the Mummy Three. No Brendan Fraser. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, Brendan was Brendan Fraser, Fraser in it? No, no he was in no it. Rachel it was the, Weiss. Yeah, the oh, different Rachel Evie. Weiss. 
what was the what was the did they do them? Oh no, I'm thinking of the Scorpion King where they didn't get the rock back for the other. Oh Scorpion. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch anything past the first. They didn't even get Rachel back. What for, was the one that uh, they did? Oh, okay. So like, imagine a movie. True. Imagine if they make a sequel to The Matrix, but it's not about. Well, I was gonna say it's not about Neo. It's about Trinity. I'd probably watch that movie. What about? <laughs> well, you've seen the Animatrix, which is about all the other characters. Yeah, but that's so sort of cool. little mini movies. Those are cool. Uh, remember Speed Two. Mm-mm. They uh, speed. Okay, <laughs> oh, cruise control. Speed. You remember yes. Speed, right? <laughs> yeah. Speed was Speed a, was awesome. You got Sandra Bullock and, and, yeah. and Keanu Reeves. They're on a bus. The bus can't slow down or it blows up, right? Yeah. So Speed Two, Keanu Reeves doesn't come back. So they just have Sandra Bullock, but she's not on the bus. She's on a cruise ship. Yeah. It's cruise control, right? Uh, yeah, and the cruise ship just—it was so bad. There's a, there's a great. And then it just runs into land and drives like halfway through the city. This giant cruise ship just like driving through the city. Because you can't that go totally under makes sense. Nautical knots. It was like the building from Time Bandits. Just there's a there's a great line on one of the Simpsons episodes. I think it was a Treehouse of Horrors episode, and the bus was going crazy. And Melhouse goes, "Hey, this is just like Speed Two, except on a bus." instead of a boat <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought that good. line was brilliant that's good <laughs> the Lost World Jurassic Park I remember buying the the book and, and reading it and going oh okay you know the book sequels are a really really big deal now people write mm-hmm. these book series and, and with the mm-hmm. intention of people buying the second book Hunger mm-hmm. Games or Divergent or Twilight uh, whatnot. Gosh. yeah so the it's it's kind of like Gosh. okay I'm going to write a book but I'm not writing a book I'm writing a series of books yeah. mm-hmm. and you and you have to That that's just it's the way that the books are marketed now Every, everybody wants to have the next um perry hotter or whatever um <laughs> so i want to i want to zoom this back a little bit and and bring this to a christian perspective what happens what would you what would your opinion be if someone tried to write a sequel a literary sequel to the bible i was thinking about that the other day i was thinking like what if like <laughs> and that that's when Neff became a heretic. No, no, I was thinking about like like if somebody actually had like if God talked to somebody like actually gave him a real legit divine word of God and they and like modern times because I was I've been reading up a bunch of stories like I read Ruth and I got into First Samuel and I was like these stories are obviously they're dated they're two thousand years old but or mm-hmm. farther but you know what I mean but like what if there was a story that was told from like a modern thing that became a book of the Bible or like something like that. And it was just one of those thoughts that I had where you know, like, if there was a, a new word from God, so if God came and said, write down this word. I'm going to yeah. add to my scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can, which you can, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Be interesting. I mean, a revelation doesn't say this is it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I'm thinking, like, okay, well, you go to Revelation and you finish the Revelation, <laughs> like, and it's like, all right. Like, so, like Revelation aside, kind of, kind of signed his this. name at the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. done here. We're done. Yeah. We're done here. The end with a capital E and D. But like, let's say that like he didn't say that. So then. what what would happen if somebody did? If somebody came out and said, "I have a word from God, mm. and this is this is the God, this is the Bible Part Two. This is the the mm. New Testament's DLC." I don't know if people would. People would not react to it. But I think people would. I think they would. Well, they wouldn't it, it, react to it well unless they who, knew. Who wouldn't it was, react to it well? Well, people who who are skeptical of that. <laughs> who? I mean, how would I, the church react to it? I would be a, people I, that are grounded in the word. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people uh, that are grounded well, in the word and 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 truly believe the word to be true would be skeptical. I mean, but doesn't the Bible say? Uh, I may be wrong. Don't, I may be going by what I hear. That uh, even. I can't think of the right wording, but even like 
well-educated people would be fooled by the Antichrist mm-hmm. when he comes. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 might, I might have just jumped real big to go to Antichrist. But no, no, no. I'm just that's that. That's where my mind went to was not so much if that were to happen, that would be a quote-unquote sequel, but not like a, I have a new word from God, but that would be God's word being fulfilled. I thought you were going to talk like about God's how own, the Bible talks about not adding or taking away. Yeah, it does that, but I'm talking about like. In the, like the sequel that we're waiting for, being the second coming of Jesus. We're talking, but we're talking about the book itself. We're okay, not, no, we're, okay. we're not talking about personal appearances. Okay, no, no, I'm sorry, I mis, I misunderstood. I the, tell you what, the it might, uh, it might outsell uh, Anne Frank. It might become number two behind the Bible, because there's so much more people now. Like there's billions of people, and I'm pretty sure if it, if if it was found to be legitimate, if somehow it was proved to be legitimate, where do God, you think? Do you think is that within God's character to do? I don't know, because I mean. Obviously, his Bible is his word, you know, so. Do you think that God was like, oh, and also, I meant to say this too. Well, I mean, maybe he has something new to say because, I mean, obviously he knows the future and, you know, everything. But, I don't know, maybe he feels that we would need a, a new word. For uh, what? What? What is the What is the Bible lacking that God needs to come back? I don't know, man. No, no, I, no you're putting it, you're, you're, you're putting this out there. So I want to say, what do you think that the Bible didn't tell us that God should come back and go, oh, yeah, what I had meant to say was dot, dot, dot. Where Where is God's word incomplete? I mean, I, I it pretty much co- it covers all bases, but sometimes, like, there are certain <clears throat> situations that I guess... Uh, authors have already kind of been doing it. They've been using the Bible to like explain modern situations, like apply it to modern situations. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe I, it'd be cool to have like some kind of proof to like lay down, like, "Hey, God's still here." You know, obviously we believe so, that. But so, if for we, people outside, if, if God is is somehow silent, like we have no proof that He's actually here. Well, no, it's just. It'd be. It you're would, not, it would I'm, be I'm going to keep pressing on yeah, this, and you're not going to be comfortable the way this nope. is going to go. Well, okay, I was just going to kind of, I don't know, I don't know. Bail Neff out? Well, not bail him out, but Help I kind of, dig him I'm deeper. just kind of hearing what he's saying. And what I was going to say is, I mean, God's word is absolute. And it, the only thing I could think of is the fact that I, I do feel that modern society, they are trying to find the relevance of the word of God. And I think a lot of people are desperately looking for the relevance. Like it's 2016, almost 2017. I have a smartphone. Um, we can communicate you know, and, and fly and drive and, and go to all these places. Like how does the Bible, you know, written and manifested in biblical times relate in a technology driven society? Like what's the, the absolute relevance? Um, but I, for me, you know, looking into the word, when I'm into the word, God reveals that relevance to me, but I feel like a lot of people, they need to read, you know, Yes, I am God, even in the midst of a te- techno- technologically, you know, grounded society. Like, I feel like a lot of people need to read those words. So you talk about absolute relevance. and But to me, I see that this world is not hungry for absolute relevance as much as they're craving uh, no absolutes and uh, the, the, and and adaptability. So as opposed to like absolute relevance, they're they're looking for uh, something that they can conform to what they say is right. Mm. So if you were going to have an additional revelation of God, then people are going to go into the, the pick and choose mode of, well, I want this flavor and I want that flavor because I want the one that tells me I'm right. Yeah. I want the one that tell, that, mm. that reduces the, the need for me to be challenged or the one that, that tells me that I'm good and it becomes divisive. Uh, that's one of the, the appeals to me of God's word is that God's word is so timeless 
It requires no reboots. God's word is so it, it, it's so complete that even a two thousand year old book uh, where, where you're talking about guys that live in a world that we don't even know, we don't even understand the world that the disciples live in. A lot of the history that we have is uh, is incomplete. And, and when you go back even further to the the Jews and, and the wilderness and, and in Egypt and in Babylon, uh, we we understand e- even less about some of the cultural things. And But but yet the truth, uh, the Bible says, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord stands forever because because kingdoms will rise and kingdoms will fall and, and social climates and mores will, will err and they will they will flow. And, and but but yet there's something true and there's something timeless about God's word, uh, and that is because God is from everlasting to everlasting. He is not incomplete. He does not somehow leave something in His word where He goes, "Oh, yeah, I probably should have said something like this." Because it, it, there there's no part in my understanding of the scripture there is no part of, of that that becomes an afterthought. There's no part of God's word that is reactionary to circumstances. It is all designed from the foundations of the earth and and through a progressive revelation, the one thing that God wants us to see is not the, uh, well, how does this fit into my life today? Um, it's In fact, it's the opposite. It's how does my life fit on the cross? Uh, so everything from creation points to the cross. Everything from this place in our history points back to the cross. And and it's it's our encounter with Jesus, I think, that the word is, is really, really pushing us to. Jackie? Uh, I was going to say kind of um, talking about adding on to the word mm-hmm. and how, like, God doesn't really, like, do that. We as humans, like, I mean, it talks in the New Testament how people are like, well, Jesus, let's do another miracle, do another miracle. Like, we're always wanting more and more proof, mm-hmm. even though, like, we've had more than enough, yeah. like, in our everyday lives. And, like, that's why God has given us teachers and pastors and for us to learn more from what is already given because like you said it is complete theoretically like thinking what would it be if um god added something on he wouldn't god's god's got it first try yeah it's not like, like god, god has to come back and do a, a second draft it's, yeah it's not it's not a rough draft it's a it's a first and final and and, and here's the deal the word is, is living yeah. you know mm-hmm. from a spiritual perspective the word is alive it's not um, it's it's God breathed, man written, um, but it's not just a bunch of thoughts and ideas uh, written by uh, shepherds and teachers and tent makers. Um, it, it's it's God inspired. Uh, there the the process through which and we won't go into this tonight, but the process through which we we have acquired our word, the process through which uh, history God has protected His word is pretty staggering. Uh, there there's a there's a Puerto Rican um, psychic. He uh, astrologer, dancer. Uh, his name's uh, Walter Mercado. Um, he's fabulous looking, by the way. If you Google him, his mm. outfits are just extraordinary. It's like Zorro meets Liberace. It's mm. wonderful. Um, but but this guy, he, he again, he's a, a psychic astrologer. He allegedly stated that God has asked him to write. Did you just Google him? Yes. <laughs> I did. Uh, God has um, asked him to write a second part of the Bible. Oh, my. And uh, he's quoted as saying, uh, oh, it's, yes. it's the first time I talked to him. Yeah. Man? It's a man. Yeah, it's it's like a he asked me to be an intermediary like the old prophets so that he could dictate me uh, the sequel to the Bible. He said, I feel very honored. With great power comes great responsibility. Bunch of malarkey. Uh, he's got that. Uh, that's Uncle Ben. Not, not only Uncle ben, is he misrepresenting <laughs> God, but he's misrepresenting uh, Stan Lee. So if this dude, oh let's gosh. just say this dude publishes a sequel wow. to the Bible. 
What should the church's reaction be to it? No. No. I mean, Uh, no. Full on foot down. No. Because because what happens is this: if if God has inspired the word Mm -hmm. uh, through through men that, and I I say men because there's no female authors of the Bible that we're aware of, um, but if God inspired His word through through the hands of men, through the hands of, of faithful, should anybody be allowed to just do that? Should I be able to to uh, uh, paint a picture and sign your name to it, EJ, and just say, "Oh, I did this yeah. because I was because I thought it was cool and I thought, hey, I want to be a part of this." Um, it's not the same. It, it, there, there's a difference. Yeah. The the currency of it is not the same. Especially if you, if you, which we all do, believe that what the Bible says is true, yeah. and when he says, "I'm like this is it," I'm not going to add anything else. Period. And then you add something else; it's making God look like he's like he can't be trusted. So if he can't be trusted with that, we're going to make him a trusted with his new thing or trust with anything that he said. Yeah, yeah. I think the moment somebody says that, like like this gentleman, I believe that he needs to be. I don't. I mean, I don't know who this person or who this group or or league of people that would approach him or or ask him refer to particular scriptures in the Bible, but I, I believe a group of people or a person needs publicly needs to, I don't know, react to it and, and ask him for, or, or have a discussion um, in regards to why he feels that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have scriptures on the table that talk about the fact that that is done. I mean, there, there's nothing that can be added to it. Um, but I don't know who that group of people would be, or, or that person would be. From from my the Jesus police. From, from, from my understanding, the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, <laughs> no, no, and obviously, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Uh, but from what I understand, uh, the Mormon Church has been asked, you know, what do you think about this scripture? It says mm. you can add to it, and they're like, they're just talking about that book. They're talking about Revelation. And you know what? They may be right. Hmm. Yeah, they may be right. Hmm. But but that's what I'm saying. That's what somebody could say when they when they came together to dis- to discuss what books were were going to be canonical. They did have certain rules and they had certain mm-hmm. things that had to be uh, common amongst the church at that time. They had to be by somebody who had uh, first person first hand experience uh, with with Jesus. And there were there were certain mm-hmm. rules and certain things that they they had to be able to verify uh, and to be able to use. There's a lot of books that were written that were mm, fairly contemporary. Um, off-market gospels. Uh, Gospel of Thomas was one that was real popular for a while, but they, 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 no, Thomas didn't believe it either. (laughs) They had a, but they, they ended up discarding those and saying, okay, these are not inspired scriptures. These are, uh, these are, they're not, uh, we can't verify that they're written by who they say they were written by, and we're not going to include them in the word of God. Uh, I'm not going to throw some, some knockoff material in, in Mm -hmm. the God inspired word. Um, I, I, I was, Oh. L- looking, hey, so, no, go ahead. What I was gonna say was, um, like, I was thinking about the way that, like, in the Bible, there are stories that are told mm-hmm. that show God, like, how God is, and you know, obviously, it's inspired. And for us, uh, for me at least, when I, the way I see it is, like, we kind of we we tell our own stories, and that's testimony. And it's kind of like, obviously, you're you're not adding another book into the Bible about it, but using that testimony as like a teaching point just the way God just the same way God uses like the other stories that are in the Bible to show how he how he does things is like and how great he is is kind of a well think about it this way um and that's a really good point um if you're writing a script for a movie 
uh, it might have started um, like the Toy Story movies, like the Pixar movies. These are people that care very, very greatly about their characters. They care very, very greatly about the flow of their stories. And a lot of the, the early Pixar movies started out at a lunch uh, being scribbled on cocktail napkins. If you, you watch the story in the background of how these stories were developed, it's really, really interesting. But then they took those concepts back and they began applying the written word to them. And there was a point where Toy Story was not what we see as Toy Story today, but it was literally just words on a page. It was a starting point for them to take it and, and bring that story uh, to life. And um, I remember talking about sequels. There was a point where Disney and Pixar split ways. And Disney retained the rights to all the characters and the, the movie plots. And Disney was going to produce Toy Story 3. Uh, and they had a whole story. It was this whole whole big thing. And finally, kind of at the 11th hour, uh, Disney acquired Pixar. They just bought mm -hmm. Pixar out and said, all right, Pixar, you're ours now. So wow. John Lasseter, who was, the, I believe, the director of I the original so. Toy Story, yes. he came in and he was over the whole thing. And the first thing that he did was totally get rid of Toy Story 3. Yes. Burnt the whole thing down. Got rid of the script. Got rid of everything. Burnt the whole thing down because he knew it didn't fit in with the canon. It didn't fit in with the heart. It didn't fit in with whatever was Toy Story, Toy Story 3. So, uh, in, in, and I'm going to bring it to a spiritual point here in a second. Uh, but with, if you were to read, never having seen, never having visualized, if you didn't know what a Buzz Lightyear was, if you didn't know what Woody looked like, if you couldn't attach it to, uh, to, to Tom Hanks's voice, you may not in your mind picture the same Toy Story just reading it off the page that we know and, and love and treasure today because you're, you're reading it off the page. Sometimes it's when these things are, are finally acted out, when these things are lived out, when these things are brought to life by the people to whom the author entrusts them to, you really get the fullness of what's happening on the page. I, I was looking on a message board, and uh, I, I saw this earlier. Uh, somebody posted this comment um, as I was kind of just doing a little study and research. Um, somebody posted this. The, the headline of the message board was sequel to the Bible. I think this was on IGN.com. And uh, someone just read this. Just finished the first one. Really want to read the sequel now. Uh. And uh, so someone commented underneath it, and they, they just said Book of Mormon. And, oh. so, and then someone went, fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. And then someone said, the Quran. And then the person commented underneath that one said, alternate universe story. A-U. <laughs> and then someone else posted, like, they kind of sub-posted where it said Book of Mormon. They said, easily worst in the series. Oh. But, but so they were kind of, uh, people were just kind of commenting on their little funny things of the sequel to the Bible, this, that, and the other. And one person said, and this is kind of the mic drop conversation here, person said, it's being written as we speak. And I don't know what they meant by that, but it brought back to my mind something that I, I had heard when I was younger. Um, there are, of all the books in the New Testament, there is only one that does not end in the word Amen, and that is the book of Acts. Acts has no defined ending. Yeah. Meaning that there was a new epic, there was a new era. The entire history of the world was getting us to the cross of Christ. And from the cross of Christ, it was bringing the Holy Spirit, it was bringing the paraclete, bringing the comforter to, to come and transform us so that we would be now indwelt with the spirit of the living God, that we could speak with authority, that we could be really the empowerment of the Holy Spirit is to, to the end that we would be his witnesses in the world. And, and we read this in the book of Acts and we see this lived out throughout the, the rest of the epistles. But in the book of Acts, we see 
are these the ones that have turned the world upside down? I think, Neff, what, what you said is exactly right. There is no more need for a written revelation. The script has been written. It has been perfected. Now it is our job to bring it to life. Ooh, to does take that it. mean, like, the, when it says the living word, is that kind of... No, not at all. Oh, okay. But I'm thank, off. Th- th- okay. That's good. It's our job. It's our job to bring it to life. It's our job to walk it out, to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, uh, which isn't even a sequel, and it's not even a reboot. It really becomes something that's that's indescribable, undefinable. It, it, it takes something from the page to an immersive reality um, beyond cosplay, beyond LARPing. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we take the not only the words of God, we take the voice of God. If we're filled with the same Holy Spirit that Jesus is, we speak with the same authority and the same power that he does, and we bring it to a world that's desperately in need because because instead of looking for you know absolute relevance, they're looking for inabsolute relativism, and yet we bring a timeless truth, something that is uneditable, something that, that is not a rewritable file, something that, that time cannot erode Time cannot chip away. Time cannot make irrelevant or, or inapplicable, but something that goes back to the, the basic goodness of humanity, the story of self-sacrifice, the story of, of love and of purpose, of intentional creation, of, of the rescue from destruction and the ultimate redemption of, of everything that there is. That is a story that nothing can supervent, uh, supersede. There is no higher story. There is no higher authority. And we have the opportunity, we have the obligation to live that out every, every day. So if there is a sequel to the Bible, it is being written, it, not on the page, but on, in, our, in our pews, in our streets, uh, on the mission field. And we are its authors because we're walking out what Jesus walked out. We're walking in his footsteps. We're speaking with his power. So uh, I hope that that encourages you. I, I hope that that's something that, that inspires you. Because the amen for the acts of the apostles has not yet been said. The cut at the end of the scene, and that's a wrap, has not yet been called. So it's our job to keep acting. It's our job to keep telling the story. It's our job to keep loving and serving and laying down our lives and letting this mind be in us that was in Christ Jesus and provoking one another to good works and being excited that his promises are yea and amen. And just as he promised that he would come, he came. And just as he promised he will return, he will return. And it's our job to let our light so shine before men that they can see our good works and glorify God in heaven. And it's easy to mess that up when we get caught up in all the things of this world. So uh, whatever you are all about, whatever you nerd out about, whatever your passion is, don't forget that if you are a child of God, you are called by a higher name. You are called to a higher destiny. So we we fan out about the things that we do. We get excited, but uh, never let the things that you you fan out about uh, stop you from fanning the flames of the light of your of Christ in your life. So uh, final thoughts? Just to kind of <clears throat> piggyback on what you just said, there's a there's a line in an Andy Minio song, which I'm not going to repeat because I can't remember totally, uh, but the idea behind it is that he knows people that you know aren't that aren't Christians that are this that are that that are quote unquote bad people, but the reason why he affiliates with them is because his life is the only Bible that they'll ever see, and oh. in, a, in a way that to encourage everybody 
and also to charge everybody is you may be the only version of a Bible that some people will see. So mm. when you're re- representing yourself, you're also representing Jesus. Is that where the wild I things are? I think about that a lot. I, it might be. I can't remember the exact song. I believe that's what it is. And and I think that one of the reasons that there's so much trouble with the credibility of Christianity today is that some people have been very poor examples yes. of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, that's on us. And, and, and you know, we, we are... As believers, we understand that the word tells us that we are washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ, which sounds creepy. If you're not a believer, it's like, ooh, blood and weird stuff. <laughs> but what it means is that we have sin on our heart. We have read in our ledger, as it were. Uh, but that since Jesus paid the price for our sins by by allowing his blood to be shed on the cross in our place, we no longer have to pay that. The, the debt that we have incurred uh, to sin is satisfied by Jesus's sacrifice. And that's the, that's the good news of the gospel. Uh, so as we're washed clean by the blood, when we stand before God, uh, our sins are forgotten. They're, they're taken away from us. No matter what you've done, there's nothing too bad, nothing too terrible, nothing too far out that God can't still uh, bring us to a point of redemption. However, we also have accountability for our actions and our inactions. And I think that every one of us as Christians need to realize that um, if we've been a poor representation, a poor ambassador for Christ, there will be an account to be made for it because uh, souls and lives are on the line. So we we really have to remember um, our our responsibility. And the Bible tells us, uh, and Paul writes to Timothy, you know, a good soldier doesn't get entangled in the affairs of this world. You know, we stay faithful to our commanding officer. So let's stay committed. Let's stay connected. And let's remember that we represent uh, our uniform. We represent the cross, uh, the one on our backs, the one on our hearts. And uh, let, let your words lead people to Christ. Let your actions lead people to Christ. Um, be, be careful. I mean, we have to hold ourselves to that standard. We do on this show. Sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we don't. But uh, every day, uh, more and more like him. Every day, more and more like him. So. All right. Well, fantastic. Good talk tonight, guys. Yeah. Uh, if we've missed any sequels uh, that, that you want to bring to the forefront uh, in this conversation, Nerdy God Squad, just make sure you give us a shout, text us, tweet us, email us. We will continue the conversation. Someone's going to say Mad Max. You know. Some, somebody's going. They were supposed to make a Mad Max sequel uh, with Mel Gibson a few years back. And they end up kind of putting that one away because they're like, he's a racist, so let's not do so, it. But we got Tom Anti-Semite. Hardy, so let's get Tom Hardy. Well, you know, it's a trade-up. Uh, we do want to give a shout-out to those of us, that, those of you that sponsor us on Patreon. If you are a supporter of our arts and crafts, we just want to say thank you so thank much. You. Your yes. faithfulness yes. makes a huge difference. Every little bit helps. Every single dollar goes towards us reaching our goal of uh, bringing the good news and in a, in, a, in a fun and good way to uh, Christians and to non-believers and let people know that Christians Christians are just we're normal like everybody else. We still like you know the cool things that everybody else likes. It's just that we do things uh, for the glory of God. So if you haven't yet, you can connect with us on Patreon.com, where you can link to us through our Nerd of Godcast blog at NerdofGodcast.com. Uh, what you do on Patreon is you just commit to a maybe a small amount, and uh, it, it helps to support every episode that we put out, so that we can do great great things. We do want to give a shout out to our Patreon executive producer of the night, Zach Shinholzer. Thank you so much for being our honorary producer Uh, we prayed for you before the show and uh, we thank you again so much for your faithfulness and your support Uh, don't forget we do have a lot of great uh, activities that are coming up follow us online nerdofgodcast.com as I just mentioned if you are in the central Florida area you can come hang out with us on the 15th at the 3 in 1 cafe at the West Oaks Mall in Ocoee Florida we're going to be having a great 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 time Uh, we've also got some new Nerd of Godcast merchandise that's going to be coming out in January 
you can get that on our website. Uh, we'll have some uh, neat things that I, I don't want to tell you exa exactly about them yet because we're still trying to price some things out and make them good for you guys. But uh, keep it tuned to that. I wish we could, if we can get it before Christmas, it'd be a great Christmas gift. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but we are we're definitely working hard to make sure that you can represent the Nerd of God cast to all your friends. Let them know that you found the coolest podcast on the face of the earth. So uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. EJ, uh, they can connect with you at Official Nest. Yeah. It's N-E-H-S. Yes. Everything is uh, Official Nest. Uh Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. If you haven't had a chance to check out his online galleries yet, he is a phenomenal and talented artist. He Thank will, you. He will bring out a smile to your <laughs> face because uh, all his stuff is really, really nerdy and definitely Christ-focused. And uh, We're really, really excited to have you on the show tonight. Thank, Thank, you, Thank you so much. much. Uh, for the rest of the Nerd of God cast crew, Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. The twins, Jackie and Jess. Bye. The big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. Good day. And Steve-O Supremo. Gesundheit. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> My name is Tony T. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Until next time, we ain't gotta go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay here. Wait, 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 wait. A little more energy this time, guys. But it's 12 o'clock. Uh, no, it is really, really early. No, it's almost. Not. It's almost 12. 11.45. And we started early tonight. Quarter really to 12. This is the early. longest episode ever. Uh, I'm going to go to Wawa and get a sandwich. I don't care what you say. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but you can't, can't stay here. here. What did you say? I did, and that's what I got. <laughs> All right, cut it. There are two wrestlers in uh, the 2000 WWE. They were brothers named Edge and Christian. But they're but not really brothers. They're not really brothers. <laughs> oh, okay. Neither, neither were uh, Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. Or The Undertaker was... and Kane. Yes. Okay. There, wait, there are... wait, Devon and Bubba Ray are not really brothers? <laughs> well, <laughs> Devon is, is Bubba Ray's you know? uh, brother. Wait, how did you figure that out? Everybody I mean, I, I, I figured, yeah. Everybody's Hulk Hogan's brother. <laughs> wait, what'd you say? <laughs> what'd you say? He said everybody's Hulk Hogan's brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm upset that that wasn't on the recording. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> 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 <laughs>